Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. want to be one of the best brewers there is. I stopped uh, dressing all in plastic. You better be brewing five to six times a week. A beer, every beer, is made with love and uh, it begs to, to be appreciated. I need something to kill the salmonella I'm kind of worried about in the eggs. Do you find that uh, that the hops kind of clash with the uh, chicken embryo you put in there? <laughs> well, I might sleep here tonight. It's a California <laughs> king. There's plenty of room for both of us, Beavis. Yeah. How many of the brewers over there have seen your ass? That's it. Someone's getting cut tonight. All yeah. I have to say is Hey, McDonald, how you doing? <laughs> now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to The Session. I want to state clearly and loud right now, Schumann, that I think your brother Shoelight is going to be the death of us all. I think he is, too. How old's that kid? He's 22. He's 22 going strong, man. We can't keep up anymore, Doc. Oh, yeah? We can't keep up with these kids. Between you and Shoelight, Doc, you're killing us. Sorry, man. We went to bed early, <laughs> just in case he showed up home late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we w- well, we went out Friday night. Tasty as chat went out with us. We went to uh, we went to the karaoke place. Oh, nice! At the at the golf course, the oh, greenery. The greenery. We we love to, that place. Love it. Went to the greenery. Came home. Before we know it, it's four a.m. Shoe lights. Got all his clothes off. He's stripping on the pole, wearing his he wearing nothing but a man thong. Nice. And, a little uh, hammock. And a smile. We'll give you all that story later. Um, and then, so then, you know, we're kind of in trouble the next day. I got I had to go broadcast a CBS show, JP and myself over there. Yep. And uh, I'm kind of, kind of a mess. And then the very next night, Shoe Light's like, all right, let's go. We're going again. And we said, <laughs> no, 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 no. So we stayed home, had a, had a barbecue, drank some beer here. He calls us about, I don't know, 1 a.m. He's on his way back from the bar. I hope you guys are ready to rage, man. I'm on my way home. <laughs> Shoe and I look at each other and go, we better go to bed now before he gets home. Smartest thing we ever did. Well, it sounds like uh, last Sunday after the show. Yeah, the Doc did it to us last Sunday. We were up till 5 or something. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Hanging out. Yeah. Surprised you didn't get a divorce that morning. How did Monday go? Well, I called her and let her know that I wasn't going to be you did. coming back. And I th- you left a message. I left a message. Mm-hmm. Then she called me like she did before. Said, no, the message is on the machine. You should answer the phone. <laughs> I think you're lucky that you got the message machine. No. I think Doc feels like he could go out with, like, 
30 strippers and hookers and stuff like that. And as long as he leaves a message, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then, it's, then it's fine. It's totally cool. Uh, but yeah, shoe light. He's going to kill us. So we also, and you'll hear about this later, going to do it later in the show because we've got some things to get to here in the beginning. But uh, we had uh, almost had another stripper pole tragedy. Oh. We just put it back together. Uh, Shoe Light broke that thing into three pieces. He shook it to its very foundation. <laughs> you know, just like just like me. <laughs> he's swinging around it. Next thing you know, he's laying on the ground with <laughs> with uh, stripper pole shrapnel laying all around him. Like three funny. pieces of it. Not to mention with yeah. a dog collar on and a leash. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He had it. Yeah, but that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was different. Uh. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna have to make that thing safe then. Yeah, I, I've been trying to not go near it. But no, now it's got to be, especially because Shoelight uh, scored us a female stripper the other night. Okay, a friend, a hot, hot little friend of his, is going to come over. She wants to do a a stripping duet with him. So if that's what it takes, if we got to look at him in a marble bag to yeah. see this hottie strip, yeah. then so be it. Yeah. yeah, and even if the chick doesn't show up, I mean, it'll be <laughs> worth it. Chad, I didn't think mom was going to be out on the on the west coast. Oh, easy, easy. Ah. Oh. Uh, oh. All right, so we got a lot to get to today. I just wanted to get that out right now, but uh, we got a good Dog show. Dog collar? For what you. the hell's that about? <laughs> Spiked leather. I just put it away today. Oh, okay. It's my dog's, but we figured, hey, at well, this point, he's already down to a G string. Might as well start throwing collars <laughs> on him, right? He was being led around by a cute friend on all of his. Fours. Yeah. With a glove stuffed in his face. Yeah, let's be clear about it. He was dancing Smell for females, glove. not Smell for not for me and Schumann. He, he was dancing for his female friends. Right. So I just yeah, but they left after like five minutes. <laughs> we <laughs> stayed. Like, yeah, actually, just, we gotta go. No, like, no, I'm almost done. Like, we I'm haven't even ready. played Pour Some Sugar on Me yet. <laughs> no. And then we went, didn't want to hurt his feelings, so we stayed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to shatter the guy's ego. He's yeah. still young. You can't strip through an empty house. You gotta support your friends. Yeah. I never thought I'd say it, but I can't keep up with this kid, man. He goes for it. It's a handful. Yesterday afternoon, he's he's like, I need a, I need some Jack just to get just to just to get right again. You know, we're all feeling awful, and he's <laughs> shooting Jack so that he can get right again. I'm, I'm, so, I'm trying so to proud come out the other brother. side. <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud of my younger brother. <laughs> he's doing well. All right, great show planned for you today. We are speaking to the Small Brew Pub and Brewmaster of the Year, Tanya Cornett from uh, Bend Brewing Company. She's going to be talking to us, and we'll find out about her seasonal ales because she does quite a bit of them, and that's a real popular. Uh, they're calling it a style now, your seasonals. So uh, we're going to talk about that, and uh, she's got a, a great. Uh, formal brewing education that we'll find out about. So get your questions ready, 888-401-BEER. That's the number you can use to call in and ask questions. Or uh, just join JP in the chat room there. That's right. And JP is only with us for another 20 minutes, 30 minutes or so. Yeah, Bevo's on her way, guys. Chill out. Don't worry about it. Bevo will be in the chat room today, so everybody be nice. But, yeah, JP asked for a pass because the Sharks are in the playoffs. And, uh, Let's go, Sharks! If they lose tonight, that could be that, you yeah. know. Uh, and if they win, then they get one more chance, right? Yeah, they get one, one more chance. chance to fucking blow it. <laughs> yeah. So JP was saying that the uh, chat users, you know, like he could TiVo the game and watch oh. it when he gets home, but he knows that the chat users are going to F with him all yeah. night long and tell mm-hmm. him the score. They were kind of F with me, uh, yeah, last week. Yeah. You know, just like someone came in and, and the people who were there from the beginning of the show. You know, I had asked, like, hey, don't, you know, tell me the game. And they were cool about it, but people, you know, come in and out and they don't know that. It's like, oh, it's 2 2. No. You dicks. Cheers. So are you sticking around, just not looking at the chat room, or are you heading out? No, I'm, I'm, I'm heading out. He's leaving. Yeah, altogether. I got to do it. It's, you know, it's one of those things. If it were UConn in the Final Four and I had the option, 
I'd do the same. That's why I gave him a pass. I told Jay, I said, if you guys, if you, if you really needed me here, then then I'll stay and stay away from the chat. But uh, you know, Sharks, uh, they've won the last two games, fourth team in NHL history to come back from three nothing to make it two, mm. three to two. Why not keep going? Why not keep going? Doc and doesn't it, look too happy about this. No, no, he said, he said four, fourth team. Only holding up his three, three fingers. fingers. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, was, I'm I, touching the other one, so I was looking. You just can't see it. He was using base three. Chad, do you think it's all right if we let uh, JP go? I think we could all use a break, yes. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Yeah, your face. All right, well, there you have it. Well, before you go, I did have some... Um, uh, you're not going to be here for our voicemail segment, which is great today. Can we, can we just play it right now? Um, I could. During, I do have a short, regular feedback segment, so I could play it. And yeah, come on. I did want to play you this, though. I, I, I did cut out a couple of them, because one was um, you got two, two sent in for you and your cat. <laughs> and your oh, yeah. stupid cat. I got quite a few emails from people saying, hey, happy birthday, Wesley. Yeah, here, this one was sent in. I cut it out just for you so you could hear it. Did your cat read him? It's uh, May 1st, which I heard is JP's cat's first birthday, so I wanted to be the first person to wish uh, JP's cat a birthday, so... <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear JP's pussy. Happy birthday to you. Yay! This is Jason from uh, Erie, uh, PA Pride on the forums. All right. I'll tell you, if he didn't say his name at the end there, I would have thought it was Matt Brenaldson. He sounds a lot like <laughs> Matt. Yeah, kind of does. He's got that, that accent, that Michigander, Pennsylvania thing happening. So What a nice message. I can't believe you guys and your cats. Can you email that to me? Cats. So I can play it for my cat. <laughs> you will, too, won't you? Yeah. You know, uh, my neighbors, uh, so my cat had four cats, and my neighbors have two of them, and I ran into them yesterday. Like, so did you have a birthday party for Wesley? Oh, my God. No. We gave our cat special food. <laughs> it makes me want right. to shoot all of you cat owners in the face with a large weapon. All right, a couple of announcements for you. The anniversary party is set. If you haven't tuned in the last few weeks and you haven't heard that, it's Saturday, June 14th. It's at Downtown Joe's here in Napa. Great place to bring the wife and have a good time with us and uh, you know, make, uh, make a whole weekend out of it. Spend the weekend there, and you can go to the wineries and the whole thing. Just spend Saturday night with us partying at Downtown Joe's. Yeah. It'll be a good time. We're doing some planning meetings tomorrow with the crew here to start talking about what beers we're going to have on tap there. Because you got all the downtown Joe's beers, but we have a, a guest handle that we're going to rotate about five different kegs out of. So mm. um, we're going to get that straightened out for you. Hopefully, be able to announce it for you by the next time we're on the air. There is no show next week because we're going to Boonville. You're not doing Boonville, huh, Tasty? I got your email oh, that tasty. you uh, you kind of backed out on it. Oh, dude, come yeah. on! There's, yeah. there's room on the bus. You can go out and come I must back. Must have some good excuse. Uh, We'd like to hear it. I don't have it right now. <laughs> well, it's, it's sort of like, you know, been there, done that, you know. I see. And, uh, but you haven't been there and done that this year. <laughs> no, but it was like know, last year or something. No, I don't think you were there last year Maybe either. the year before. Right? I don't even think, I don't think you've been there since I've been going. That's like, a, that's a good two, three years. No, I was there three years ago, I'm sure. Okay. I was with the B3 guys. I was All right. working in the booth. All right, so no tasty, but Doc's going. I'm going, and Doc's brother's going. Oh, Big Tim! So, uh, Big Tim's going. Big nice. Tim's coming up. Yeah, and uh, cool. me and Shatter going. We're rolling out uh, with the White Labs folks, so we'll be there Friday even, and then staying through to Sunday doing whatever we do. I don't know. Schumann's, are you going? Did you figure out if you can go? I got to still find out. Yeah. 
right. I we still find out. It depends on if Shoe Light can, can, can go. <sighs> no, it depends on what's going on with our uh, possible manager. Oh, yeah. Cold Hot Crash might have a new manager. Works for Live Nation, right? Vice President of Marketing for down, Live Nation. Down at the Burger King? Yeah. Yeah. If my manager will get me the day off. Oh, He's just no. like, Cold Hot Crash, <laughs> you can have it your way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we, there is no show next Sunday, so keep that in mind. Uh, we're going to be out there at the at the festival and uh, very likely recovering at this time uh, next week. So uh, unavailable to do the program, but we'll be back it's the week Mother's after Day that. too. Oh, that's right, Sunday's Mother's. So so spend time with your moms instead. There you go. JP will spend time with his cat or his cat's mom, maybe. Is it a mommy cat? Exactly right, the mommy cat, and I will have a brunch, a champagne brunch, if I can't go to Boonville. Give it special food, huh? Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in the store, you can Sausage. find uh, AHA memberships. You should sign up for the American Homebrewers Association, and you should do it through us. You get a great magazine, Zymergy Magazine, which, by the way, features uh, our very own Jason Petros. Oh, hey, that's me. And, and, and an article about uh, oak-aged beers. Did you see that, Doc? Yeah, I saw he's talking about wood. Yeah, he's talking about wood <laughs> the whole time. And uh, I got a little feedback uh, for you about that in the in the email. People were, su- were surprised. They wanted to know who the hell Jason Petros is. Very formal. Is that's your that's your formal pen name? That's that's my name. So he gets paid by the word in JP when he's got to pay someone. <laughs> that's right. Jason Nicholas Petros the third Esquire. It's a giant article too. What are you like the good. feature article in the thing? One of them. Yeah. It looks like it right in the center of the mag. It's there pictures and everything. Like, it is. It's very, got uh, recipes. Yeah. Eighteen hundred words. Two of your own beer recipes in there. Yep. How about that's that? My, uh, at least he renamed them. Look at JP growing up. Yeah. Is this your first published article? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty well written too. You didn't really write it, did you? I did. You did? Did I you did. edit it? Yeah. Well, I I I sent it out to uh uh Palmer helped me a little bit and Jamil helped me a little bit in in just kind of uh making it flow properly. So they wrote it and then you signed your name? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, cool. That was nice of them to let you do that. <laughs> They're no. nice guys. No, it makes JP sound like he's well-spoken if you read through it. Like he knows. Yeah. Like he knows stuff about things and stuff. Hey, if it's written in Zymergy, it must be true. That's right. All right, so you can sign up for the AHA through our store. Just go to thebrewingnetwork.com slash store and sign up for the AHA, and you'll get that magazine, and you'll see what we're talking about. You'll get fantastic articles from people like JP every other month, right? So every other month magazine. Right. All right. There you go. Correct. You, you can also go to our homepage and sign up for donations. A lot of you have been doing that, and I really appreciate it. It keeps the lights on around here. We are now exceeding our bandwidth again, even though I've just upgraded servers. So uh, <laughs> your, your donations are really helping right now. And uh, if you guys continue to do that, it would be fantastic. Just click the Donate button. You can sign up for You can just do a one-time thing, or you can sign up and, and forget about it. Do it monthly. There's all sorts of different denominations there. and That's like being a member and stuff. So, uh do that for us. I'd appreciate it. It'd be cool. And you can call our 800 number, 888-401-BEER, the same number you use live. You can call all week long and leave your messages, which I have for you today. And maybe I'll play it at the beginning of the show here so that JP can hear him before he goes. There is one that's That'd just, great. That's just crazy that. in there. Um, yeah. A lot of good stuff. All right. Uh, one more announcement for you is uh, this is from our good friends at White Labs, and they wanted any of our Hong Kong listeners. Oh, Hong Kong. They're over in Hong Kong now doing some yeasty stuff over there. I guess it's real big business right now in China because they they want to be able to make their own yeast over there, but they just can't yet. They haven't figured it out. It's a tough thing to do. And... Um, 
Well, you know, four-year-olds can only do so much. Yeah. They can only weld and cast things. They and don't not really much have for biology. Yeah, they're 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 more metal workers, really. Than anything. <laughs> yeah, it's probably right. So, in order to alleviate that problem, the Whites are over there doing that. It's actually it's uh, Joanne who works with them, and Chris White are over in Hong Kong now, and they would love to meet up with any of you. They wrote me specifically and said, "Hey, if any of the BN listeners and everywhere they go, everywhere they travel, they meet BN listeners." So um, they said, "Hey, we forgot to tell you. You know, we're." Hong Kong now, um, and we'd like to meet any of your listeners that are out here. So they said uh, you can go to the East End Brewery on May 12th. The East End Brewery there in Hong Kong on May 12th at 7 o'clock. They'll be hanging out. They'd love to meet you. Just go right up to them and say, uh, what's happening? Give yeah. me some yeast or something say, like that. Hey, you know how to make a light lager? <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Chris White. Uh, we were trading emails back and forth this week. And I, I swear, I think he said he was either... I was on the plane to Tokyo, mm. uh, so we're throwing back and forth. I said, well, hey, look out for some uh, BN t-shirts. You're probably fine. He goes, I see those things everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere he goes. He comes back, he, he calls me every time he comes back from one of these trips and He's always blown away that he's been in some like random country in Africa or something, <laughs> and he's just BN army shirts rolling around. I'd love for him to go to like a Cambodian whorehouse and just <laughs> see this girl in a baby tee. Yeah, one of our BN yeah. army baby you, tees. You like a hot oil? Yeah. Oh, BN army. Yeah. I did leave one there last time, so maybe that could happen. Well, I'm sure the boy is washing it. <laughs> <laughs> so 7 p.m. at the East End Brewery on May 12th. They'd love to meet you, uh, or you can just send an email uh, to them if you, if you want to try to meet up at some other time, just to info at whitelabs.com info at whitelabs.com and they'll get that message so any of you guys out there uh, in Asia you know want to hang out they told me to tell you so alright I think that's it for announcements unless any of you have anything important to say excluding JP alright let's get to it oh my god you've got mail kick ass it's feedback time, and the feedback is brought to you by Wortomatic.com. That's Wortomatic.com, the homebrewing gadget website. Check it out. All right, Blobber Gleepy Glopper Gloop wrote into us this week. <laughs> and he said, Yesterday I got a freaking Gordon Biersch clock in the mail. How awesome is that? Uh, also, he now has a return address to send garbage to. Neat. <laughs> Thanks, guys. The BN's the best thing to happen to the internet since illegal downloading of music and porn. I wanted to point out that Shad is not as useless as Jay and JP think. He actually mailed out the clock, which is true. Good work, Shad. Nice. Hey, speaking of clocks, a broken clock is right twice a, na- twice a day, Chad. Good job. Of course, I had to wear gloves when I handled the open box. You never know where. Um, you never know if he packed it before or after a Sasquatch encounter. <laughs> Good point. Good yeah. Point. So he did wear before. before. Did Hold wear. on, I gotta pack this box. Chad scrubs down pretty well afterwards too. <laughs> I bet he scrubs himself down with oh, a yeah. brush. Three, four showers. <laughs> My hands are raw. <laughs> All right. Ah. Uh, <laughs> said, I'm going to hang the clock in my soon-to-be-converted brew shed. Uh, He said, I re-listened to that show when Doc explained... (laughs) Crazy bitch still going in the background there. (laughs) Chad cut her loose, man. Yeah. I re-listened to the show when Doc explained what needed to be done to convert a shed into a brewery and decided that's what I'm going to do with my shed as soon as I get back from vacation. So I want to personally thank Justin, JP, Bevo, Shat, The Shoes, Dan Gordon, Tasty, Daniela, Chicken Boy, Jamil, Terrence the Black, even thank Terrence in here, Roger's Ass, That Crazy Landlord (laughs) Cop, Bub, Sean O, The Chat Room, and The Habs and Sharks. Thank you all for keeping 
your <laughs> stick on the ice and doing a great job. I'd thank Doc also, but um, but that we all know will only result in him calling me a dick again. <laughs> so I'll just remind him instead that he's funny and surly when drunk, and we love him that way. I just want to make sure that everyone knows um, we should expect a little knowledge out of him uh, on, on Beer Jeopardy. Even when he's already slashed. on time to time. Yeah, <laughs> glad to be your hat, Doc, the no. Canadian blubber. <laughs> All right, here's a guy who knows us well. He wrote in uh, Jason, although he wasn't speaking to you, JP. He was, okay. he was writing to me, so, he's so I'll stop listening. Obviously, a dedicated listener. Uh, he says, number one. I'm halfway through last week's archive, and I heard about the idea for a Drunk of the Week shirt. I thought a better idea would be to have a Drunk of the Week medal. It is the BN Army, after all. And you could do it much cheaper than a shirt, and you could also wear multiple of them if you want it more than once. (laughs) And you could make a big one for Drunk of the Year. That'd be cool, like a Flavor Flav-style clock award. (laughs) Drunk of the Year! Drunk of the Year, yeah. I don't know. I don't, where do you go get medals made? Just like a trophy shop or something? Yeah, yeah I trophy can hook, shop. I can hook doesn't that up. sound expensive? Nah, it doesn't have to be. Just make them out of zinc or we, something. We can do Classic. ribbons like uh, like the competition ribbons. Those are like four or five bucks a piece. Okay, let's we'll buy some overruns or something. That's yeah. expensive. You know how much ramen you can buy for four or five bucks? Ten pallets. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, you want to look into that for us, JP? See if we can get some medals. Seriously? Really? Yes. <laughs> Fine, fine, fine. I mean, I hate to ask you to do something outside of the show. Yeah, I mean, heaven forbid we have the producer do something. Besides mail a clock. Good job! (laughs) I like how he just lashes out at Shat every time (laughs) someone asks him to do something or... It's all Shat. How do you spell metal? (laughs) (laughs) M-E-T. M-E-A-T. Oh. It's not metal. L-L-E. It's not metal. Oh, 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 all right. Number two, I just wanted to point out that JP is the Sammy Sosa of the BN, <laughs> minus the steroids. Yeah. He swings at every pitch and strikes out a lot. But when he makes contact, home run. See, I thought it was because I was Puerto Rican. The two or three times I have laughed the hardest at the show is one of JP's home runs. That kind of laugh that gets me many strange looks on the subway. Thanks for the great programming. Your show's improving my brewing tremendously and made my commute enjoyable. And that is from One Fang in the forum. <laughs> one, one Fang. fang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one Fang. All right. And last. Um, but not least. What the hell? I don't know if I'm more surprised that JP can communicate in a form other than chat or text messaging or that Zymergy would associate <laughs> themselves with an ass clown like him. Oh. Seriously, though, good article. And not one mention of fisting, skin suits, or anal sex. I was pr- I was pleasantly surprised, but somehow disappointed all at the same time. <laughs> P.S. No mention of that other show in the bio tag at the end. What gives? That's from Mr. Soul in Indiana. Well, you know, it's... Uh, you did mention the BN. I did, yeah. I, I mentioned the BN and not more beer. I like that. What do you think of that shit? I like that. Yeah. Well, more beer has ads in there, so that's true. You don't need another. And besides, one. you can only do eighteen hundred words. Yeah, <laughs> you probably had more, and they had to cut something out. What I, What I like is 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 on the the last page of the article. There's that Y yeast um, advert uh-huh. with a naked guy running into Skinny Dip with all his oh, yeah. guy I, friends. I and saw the, that, and the rainbow coming across. <laughs> and I figured that's just good enough. They know what's going on. That's really fitting too. I think so. They do know what's going on. All right, that's that. Feedback brought to you today by Wordomatic.com, the homebrewing gadget website. So check it out, Wordomatic.com. Thank you for your support. All right, should I do the, the voicemail montage so you can hear it? I would appreciate it, yeah. 
Okay. You got to hear this. Just the the first one is the best one. It's insane, and we'll talk about it afterwards. So we won't go to break. We'll come right back after this, and and then I'll, I'll be able to play the first one kind of on its own for you again, too. All right, here you go. This is your uh, voicemail for today that came in on the 800 number. You can use it to 888-401-BEER. You can leave voicemails there all week long. Here you go. Here, 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 here. Take the damn thing. Take it. Don't start any second. Though. What? Hurry. Hurry. Dude, I'm trying to call in for drug of the week right now. You got this guy from Pennsylvania, which is just north of me. Then Baltimore. It's Piper Piper on the forum. Fucked up. Could uh somebody you want me to call back and then I'll get back to you again? I'm so fucked up right now. <laughs> I've been drinking all night. I mean, should I I guess I'll call back. Alright, peace bitches. <laughs> This is PA Pride from the Forum, a.k.a. Jason. I just want to let you guys know, last night was uh, my first live show, uh, and it was a blast. So I'm sure I'll be there every week from now on. Yeah, bye. Hey, Beanners. Uh, I was hoping to talk to JP because uh, I was just calling in to see if my anger management was working. It's almost uh, May 1st, which I heard is JP's cat's first birthday, so... I wanted to be the first person to wish uh, JP's cat a birthday, so. <clears throat> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear JP's pussy. Happy birthday to you. Yay! <laughs> this is Jason from uh, Erie, uh, PA Pride on the forums. All right, <laughs> Don't let your bag hole go down on me. Although I search rat pad, it's only bag hole that I see. I just allow a figment of my wife to hump a tree. But losing rat pad is like your bag hole going down on me. Bag hole. Dude, I hate wearing pants. Why do I have to wear pants? Pants suck. I really don't wear pants anymore. <laughs> you see my pants? Hey, Justin. Uh, what's up, man? Uh, listen, anyway, I'm driving, and uh, I was just listening to the last show, the Zachary show, and, uh, dude, the, the damn drill sound is annoying. I was actually really pissed off about it. And then uh, when when I was calling in, uh, I had a I had forever to wait because the phone rings about like twelve times before the answer machine picked up. So uh, so I kind of lost all my pissed offness, and uh, so I'm just kind of like grouchy about it now. Then I mean you gotta like turn that down a little bit or something. It's just I can't stop it. All right, and if you could fix the the amount of times the phone rings. And then that way, um, I can be really pissed off when I call, and, uh, and maybe the method would be better. All right, y'all. Thanks for the good job. Jay, it's Push. It's Friday afternoon, and I'm heading home, and I realize I haven't sent you a spot yet for this Sunday for the anniversary show, because I'm a shithead. Uh, I don't know what to do. Um, this weekend, I'm gone at the Southern California Homebrew Festival, so I got nothing. So here it is. Here's your spot. 
this summer. The Brewing Network anniversary party is June 14th. Uh, be sure and be there because it'll be great. What do you think? Is that going to work? I don't know. Here's another one. Um, down, 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 somewhere in Ban Derma, Turkey. Kelly Beck, what you do? Well, hello, dear girl. I hack into Brewing Network third anniversary party. Would you like to come? Well, of course I'd like to come. No, that's not good. I don't know, dude. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I don't have a spot for you. So that's the spot. And how is it? Is it good? This summer, if you do anything this June 14th, make sure you show up at the Brewing Network anniversary party, baby, because Pushy Jack will be there. I'm sorry. You hate me right now. I know you hate me. Fuck it. I hate you too, dude. Bye. Hi, Brewing Network. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to be uh, giving you a roving report from Beale Street, Memphis, Tennessee. This weekend, it's the uh, Beale Street Music Festival. Right now, I'm uh, drunk. I've been drinking, uh, started out with tea uh, bass beer, Keystone Light, and moved on to Dos Equis Amber. Yes, I know these are garbage, but hey, you got to do what you got to do. And uh, tomorrow, I'll be calling you from Tokyo Sullivan's and moving on from there. Thank you. Have a nice night. Bye. Justin, you no-talent hack. Gee, this is McGruffus. I'm listening to, uh, you know, last week's show. You're talking about the Brewers Conference, and you didn't go into any detail about the California Brewers Pavilion. I mean... Come on, have you no idea, no concept of what is truly important? Man, we're going to have to take away your press pass. Later. Hey, Brewing Network, this is Lenny Buzz from the Forum again, giving you your day two roving report from Beale Street on Memphis, the Memphis and May Music Festival. I've got about three 32-ounce Killian's Irish Reds in me, and you wouldn't believe how much better they are, maltier they smell, coming out of a plastic cup. How strange is that? sitting in a little bar called Silky O'Sullivan's. I've heard that name before. Something about five, six, three, second street or something the hell, I don't know. But uh, we're down here in Memphis having a good time, drinking more beers. Uh, as I get more of a variety in here, get drunker, I'll probably give you a call again. We're going to see some major concerts tonight. Uh, well, you guys have a good time. I know I am. Bye. It's Sven. Rocking it hard here. Southern California Homebrew Festival 2008. Front of the valley. I'm here with Push. I'm here. I'm with Pitch. What the fuck? We drink what we can. We can what we drink. I'm on rock, motherfucker. That's Push. We're sitting here with about uh, 800 people drinking beer. Boobies. Boobies now. Cool. Boobies. Hang up. Boobies. Oh, boobies. Oh, we barely follow boobies. Oh, Jesus Christ. Those are great. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, the California Humber Festival 2008. We're here. We're, we're drinking. We're, uh, we're doing it all. I got a stogie. Just did some wash shoes, wash shoes, whatever the fuck you call it. Uh, we've got barrels. I don't know. It's great. We'll call you back later when we're actually drunk and not just being dick. All right? Out. It's Finn. Uh, later in the evening. Southern California Homebrew Festival. Southern California Homebrew Festival. 2008. It's 9 o'clock at night. We're fucking ripped. It's so cool. Beer is flowing. Where it's everywhere. We love the place. It's it's fucking great. Sitting here, Palmer, Bush, myself, beyond the booth, front of the valley, and it's what can I say? Maltos Falcons, 
everybody. We love it. Um, John, what do you have to say? Oh, hey, guys. Um, hey, Justin, just wanted to let you know, um, over the last couple months, uh, statistically, you've been wrong about 30% of the time. Now, you know, the standard deviation has been about plus or minus 5%, sometimes spiking as high as 20 but, uh, you know, so, uh, but, you know, basically the message is you've been wrong. Okay? Let's talk to you. Hey, Ben, it's Push, Pushy Jack, the other Push. Um, I just want you to know I'm walking around to the California Homebrew Fest today, and uh, for once I realized, I realized the benefit of being Pushy Jack, of being the BN, the Brewing Network liaison to the Southern California Homebrew Festival when a 22-year-old hot, super hot fan came up and said, Push? Push? Is that you? And I turned around and looked at her and I went... I wish, I wish I could tell you right now that I turned around and looked and said, yeah, that's me. But instead I turned around and went, yeah, yeah, totally, dude. Ah, oh, super pain. That's cool. She looked up at me with wild abandon and then went, oh, you're short. Fuck. All right, it's Sunday, 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. I don't know. Uh, it's, 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 uh, Sen. Push and I were supposed to do a commercial before we left for the weekend. It's the weekend of the uh, Southern California Home, Southern California Homebrew Festival. We're drunk off our ass right now, and we were supposed to do commercials for the uh, for the upcoming uh, anniversary party. We're fucking drunk right now. So <laughs> it, we were supposed to do it before we left. We forgot. So here's your commercial. This is your commercial right now. Hey, come to the uh, to the Homebrew Festival. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> That out. Come to the anniversary party. It's in Napa at that downtown Joe's place. It's fucking gonna rock right now. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, there's gonna be stuff and and drink and whatnot. And um, you should come. Yeah, it'll be a great place. Great time. Great booze. Great event. What more do you need? Except for maybe 300 hot chicks wearing bikini tops around the lake. That's really good too. Yeah, Southern California Number Fest. It rocks. And there you have it. That's your BN Army at work, everybody, out there uh, around the country and, and maybe even the world reporting about the, their lives. The old roving report. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I know they, they get longer and longer every week, too. Yeah. It was a long one. So, what do you guys think about that first, this one? Here, 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 here. Take the damn thing. Hey, it's going to start in a second, though. What? Right, hurry. Take what? it. Take it. I don't think that was fake. I think it's great. <laughs> I hope that didn't get out of hand there. I, don't know. I think someone's in jail today. I like the way it cut off. <laughs> like that. You hear like the clink of something and then it gets gut right off. Wow. I, don't I think Bebo has a new nickname. <laughs> oh. Loopy? Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, there you go. JP, get the hell out of here. Oh, good. I played the feedback for you, so uh, now I want you gone. All right. I'm getting out of here. How about that? Bevo's with us. She'll be joining you in the chat room here momentarily. And that's where you can go to ask your questions of our guest who will be coming up next. We're talking to uh, Tanya Cornett from Bend Brewing Company. She is the small brew pub and brew master of the year. So stick with us right here on the session. We'll sure. be right back. 
You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More Beer beer Deal deal of of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices first. next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to The Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to the session, and uh, we are here. Uh, uh, we're going to be speaking to Tanya Cornett from Bend Brewing Company in just a second. I want to welcome Bevo to the studio, though. Hey, Bevo. Hi. Glad to have you back. 
Why'd you ditch us last week? What happened? You had something better happen. I just didn't feel good. Oh, really? Oh. You're not pregnant, are you? A world of no. <laughs> Sammy? Where's Sam? Is he gone already? Oh. Yeah, he went to get some food. I see. All right. Well, you made it back with us, so that's good. Glad yeah. to have you. You can join Bevo in the chat room. Hit the chat now button right there on the homepage, and you can send your questions through to us that way. You can send them through uh, for Tanya, and we're going to be talking about uh, her brewing education and seasonals and all sorts of good stuff. And also, you can call 888-401-BEER, all the usual stuff we have uh, lined up for you. Let's see if we got Tanya on the line here. Tanya, are you there? I am here. Hello. Wonderful. Can you hear me Okay. I can. Okay, great. I had to. I did a bunch of work on this thing before we called you. So, okay, good. Thanks for doing the show with us. I appreciate you coming on. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. You're pretty prestigious at this moment, being the uh, small brew pub and brewmaster of the year. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. I have to say, it was a bit of a shock. Was it? <laughs> yeah, it was. I wasn't expecting anything. Uh so big to happen so quickly. I mean, it really is. I mean, we should probably put this into perspective. Um, what happens is with all of those beers entered into the World uh, Beer Cup down there, um, is it that the, 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 if a single brewmaster you know, wins the most awards, they, that's how you end up becoming Small Brew Pub and, and Brewmaster of the Year? It is. Okay. So... We're talking about thousands of beers that were entered in this thing. and Yeah, I'm looking at the Internet right now, and it says 2,864 beers. Wow. From 644 breweries. Okay. And Which I know that, that you took a uh, gold medal for your um, Outback X and your mm-hmm. Black Which Diamond Dark Lager. That's your Strong Ale? Okay. Uh-huh. And then also your Black Diamond Dark Lager. Right. And then were there a beer that I've been working on for about a year, so I was very pleasantly surprised that that did so well. Okay, well, we're going to talk about that one um, for sure in a little while here. I, I definitely uh, dark lagers are interesting to me. I think Doc likes that uh, that whole that whole genre too. Oh yeah, I love that. Uh, were there other medals as well besides those two golds? That was it for me. God, as so if that's I got not really enough. Lucky. Good lord! Um, and I only sent four beers in. Oh, now see, that's another thing I was going to ask you because, you know, if you play the odds and you enter a whole bunch of beers, you you kind of got a better chance of getting medals. But you only entered four. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was Good blown job. away. I really was. But I knew in the past that there were other small breweries that won it with two. Okay. Um, I think um, Peace from Chicago did it um, two years ago. Yeah, okay. So I was aware that it could be done. And I think in in the small brew pub category, it's just the competition so tough for these metals. And plus, you know, you're um, going against breweries who have been brewing, you know, maybe a single style for 100 years. Yeah. So really the competition is so tough and it's very difficult to win a medal. Yeah, really. Uh, you guys got to think about it that way, too. This, this whole international competition, I mean, beer's coming from all over the place. And just like you're saying, you're... You are competing against people that have been doing it for, for years. How long have you been brewing, Tanya? Um, I've been in the industry for about 12 years, okay. 12, 13, something like that. Okay. Were you a home brewer before you were a pro? Um, my husband and I home brewed for just a short time. Um, we were in Fort Collins in the mid-90s, and New Belgium was really small, and Odell's was really small, and it was um, the buzz around town was about craft beer, and it was something we're from the Midwest, and something we had never experienced before and everyone was so excited about it so we started home brewing and it didn't take me long before i realized this could be something that i could be good at and okay. so i just 
went, put my applications in at all the breweries and got a job at a place called HC Burger. And um, I started off hand labeling 22-ounce bottles, putting together six-pack boxes and case trays. And um, the brewmaster there, I begged him to teach me how to brew, and I'd been bringing in my home brew. So he knew that I, you know, had a concept of, of how to do it, but it was a production brewery. And he said, you know, I don't really have time to teach you from scratch, and I don't need another brewer, ah. but I have this friend named Jim Parker who owes me a really big favor. And so Jim Parker was opening up a brew pub, and he taught me how to brew, and um, that's how I started. Gotcha. So I was volunteering at the pub and then work, still working at HCD Burger. So there was a lot of cross-training, and I asked a lot of questions, and I watched the guys when um, I was putting together the boxes and everything. So I learned quickly. Gotcha. See, you got to get in there and just get your get your hands dirty, label in bottles, yeah. and, and work your way up. Wasn't, uh, I, was Parker the old editor of Zymergy? Is that the same guy? Yes. Yeah, he yes. was. Okay, that's right. Um, and well, I think what was really great for me is that I just... Um, came across some people who, you know, it's really hard to get your foot in the door sometimes at these breweries, and I just was there at the right time, and they taught me. I was so lucky. That's great. See, Chad, you got to just quit your job at that home medical equipment garbage. Manager. And just go start sweeping somebody's floor, you know? I'm doing it. That's it. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> That's it. But at some point, Tanya, you actually decided to go um, to get yourself a formal brewing education. Is that right? I did. Um, I had worked at a brewery for about three years in Indiana called Oak and Barrel. And, you know, just really realized that if I'm going to make this a career, I need to make it a career and uh, stop being an assistant. And I felt like... You know, there aren't many women in the industry, and I just felt like I needed to stand out. Um, my resume needed a little bit more tooth to it. And so I went to Siebel, and it was their, um, the diploma course, but it was the first one that they paired with Domans um, in Munich. Okay. So half of the school was in Munich. Ah, so you actually got to go and spend half mm-hmm. of the time there. Yes. That's fantastic. It was fantastic. And it was done in English, I assume, though? It is, yes. Okay. And what was really interesting, though, is that over half of our class um, worked at Corona. Really? <laughs> so they were in Germany learning in English. Yeah. So it was always very interesting. That is interesting. How, yeah, bi- how big is that class? Like how many students are you with when you're doing this? Um, I want to say there was around 30 of us. Okay. Um, and I think there were only four Americans. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And how long was, was the very... course overall? Pardon? How, how long was the course overall? Um, I believe it was 12 weeks. Okay. Gotcha. See. So it's pretty intense. It's eight hours of class time every day and then going home and studying for three or four hours at night. Wow. It was very intense. Yeah, that's too but, intense you know, for me. It gave me great um, networking connections and just a, a level of understanding that I didn't have before. Okay. Now, I'm glad you say that because this is a question that, that um, you know, we always get and, and I always ask those of you who've been through this formal education is, is if you found it worth it and if, you, you know, if it really did improve your brewing as opposed to just uh, getting out there and brewing. Uh, I would say yes. Yeah, okay. Definitely. All right. Was it really chemistry-driven? I mean, is that sort of the understanding that, that you got out of it? 
It is. Um, It is a lot. You just go through every single process. Um, They spend about a week on um, every major part of brewing. And so it's just a lot of information. A lot of it is geared towards uh, large breweries, which I kind of had in my mind that I was going to target um, a larger brewery when I got out because I just felt like that was kind of a natural progression to, you know, everything that I would learned and that was the next step. So when this job at Bend kind of fell in my lap, um, I felt that it was a lateral move. Like, oh, you know, I've been working at pubs for a while, and but it got me where I wanted to be. I was really interested in the beer scene in Oregon and felt like that if I was going to be a better brewer, that I needed the challenges that were here, okay. and I needed to be able to drink the beer that people were writing about. Because in Indiana, it's really hard to get your hands on some of these things sometimes. So, okay. um, it, you know, it was just important to me, to me to be in the area. And um, so when I got this job, I thought, well, it's not going to be very challenging, but it really has been so challenging. Really? Um, I think it's different when your name is on the door and everyone points their finger at you, good or bad. Yeah, um, and absolutely. I've definitely gotten a lot of attention for being a woman. Um, in this industry, but at the same time, I also have a lot of pressure on me because I feel like um, I have to live up to the expectations that people have after they read the articles about me. And if I don't, then you know they're going to say, "Oh, that's that's Tanya, the woman brewer who isn't very good." <laughs> so I, I'm constantly kind of battling that, feeling like I really need to um, just continually work on my recipes and make them. Better, better, better. Sure. That's kind of well, what I do. You know, I get the work uh, is obviously paying off. The the work you're doing on your recipes. I mean, with the with the medals you've just got. But I kind of hear what you're saying. That it really sort of would be annoying and a, and, a, and a pain in the ass after the wa- after a while. Always, you know, with that pressure. Um, yes. I mean, how many it, how many professional women brewers are there? We could probably count them on on our hands, right? Well, actually, um, Terry uh, Ferendorf, yeah. I don't know if you know her, uh-huh, yeah. but she is starting this thing called the Pink Food Society, and basically it's getting all the women in the industry together, so we will know and have a good idea of how many um, women are in the industry, and basically it's going to be, I believe, any woman who um, derives her living from something to do with brewing. Okay. Um, but basically, I think what she's come up with is there's about 50 women across the U.S. I see. that are actually brewers. Oh, great! That is far more than I would have guessed, actually. You know, just the amount that you hear about. Yes. Um, great. And now let me ask you this too, because uh, typically uh, across the board in in the in the career world, um, women are paid less than their uh, equally qualified uh, male counterparts. And did you find that was the same as you're going up through the brewing industry to your position now? That that you know you were also being paid less as a you know on the bottle line or uh, as a brewmaster? Any of that? Um, I think it took me longer to get to where I'm at than than it probably would would have for a guy. So okay. I was in the lower paying jobs for longer. I see. I mean, I've washed more kegs than anyone should in their <laughs> lifetime. Gosh. And uh, luckily now I don't have to do it. Great. But, um, yeah, I think I definitely, and pubs just don't pay a lot either. Right. Um, so, yes, I, I think I have been in those low-paying jobs. 
but I don't know necessarily if it was because I was a woman or just because that happened to be the position I had at the pub. Okay. Or, or the industry as a whole. Yeah. If it's a right. Little. Is that why... So, go ahead, sorry. Oh, no. So now um, it's kind of nice because I think I'm right there with um, the guys at shoots with what I make, so... Okay. Good. Good for you. Now, is that one of the reasons that um, you you had mentioned, you know, as you're getting education, that that you wanted to go for one of the the larger breweries to work for was pay scale and you know one of the incentives for that the choice you wanted to make? Um, it probably did have a bit to do with it, but I think more so, um, like the large equipment just kind of fascinated me. All the centrifuges and filters and everything that I hadn't had experience on as a pub brewer. Um, just drawing me to that size brewery. Okay. Or to a larger one. Okay. Now, how long have you been with Bend now? Um, six years. Six years. All right. And you've been the brewmaster there the whole time, or did you also start as an assistant or something? No, I started off as the brewmaster. Great. But uh, <laughs> I have an assistant now, but for a long time I didn't. So um, I was also a grunt person, brewmaster slash keg washer. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Which it sounds to be it seems like the industry standard for the most part, unless you're at a giant uh, brewery or right. or you own the it's, place. Yeah, it's in a very small space, so I'm actually on the second floor of the pub. Um, it's a seven barrel system, and they really um, optimize the space to say the least. Okay, super tiny. <laughs> really nice way and of so saying it's, it's really a closet. It's hard for two people to even work in that space at the same time. I see. You need a midget. Yeah, you got to get a midget assistant. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Doc could come and help out for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just so you know, by the way, our co-host in here today, we have Doc and we have uh, Tasty McDole hanging out with us, so you might hear questions from everybody. Uh, and, of course, That's listeners, 888-401-BEER is the number if you have any questions, or you can join Bevo in the chat room, and she's taking your questions uh, there. So you do a lot of different beers, uh, I would say, especially now that I find out you're only brewing on a seven-barrel system. You're rotating a lot of beer there. Yes. Yes, well, uh, last year I did just over a 1,000 barrels out of the pub. So it's a, it's small, but I've been cranking them out. And I my focus really is specialties. Um, I have beers that are on all the time. I have one rotating nitro handle that's on all the time. And then, um, let's see, I have four other uh, faucets that I can play with. Okay. So, you know, you might come in and just really get anything. Okay. It's uh, all in what I feel like brewing. Ah, very nice. See, that's a good gig, really, because a lot of people, a lot of brewers in your position don't get that kind of variety in, in their beer making. No, they're told you know, so many times, oh, we have these five beers, you have to brew that. Yeah. Yeah, I am so lucky, because yeah. I am given full creative range, and it's really given me a chance to just kind of systematically work on these different styles until I feel like I've nailed them. And then, you know, I, I kind of, um, how I went about, really getting better at brewing was that I went inside the box, inside the parameters of each style, and then I brew something that's very true to style. And then after I feel like that has been successfully accomplished, then I'll start thinking outside the box and do something a little more creative with these standard styles. And um, for me, it's worked really well. Great. And they were telling me at the, uh, well, well, not just me personally, they were telling all of us <laughs> at the uh, Craft Brewers Conference um, that, that seasonal beers were the number one seller in, in 2007. So 
I think you're on the right track being able to make those, too. Um, did you notice that uh, an increase in sales for you just with your seasonals? Um, definitely since I've been there. Um, before um, I got there, I think they did a few seasonals per year, and I came in and really um, have, you know, just on gangbusters with the seasonals and now if i don't have something new on the regulars complain because okay. they're used to that constant kind of stimulus yeah well and, at them. and in your region too i mean you're in a, a bit of a beer heaven so i would imagine that your consumers are pretty savvy about craft beer and pretty demanding you know like you're they saying that they want something new yes which, which is another thing that's really kept me on my toes is that uh, people are not afraid here to complain. Yeah. And so really kind of have to be at the top of your game, especially, um, I don't know if your listeners know this, but um, Bend is where Deschutes is. Ah. And so, you know, Deschutes Pub um, rotates tons of seasonals through there. They do a lot of their recipe and development. So um, the people in this town are used to a really high quality product yeah that is good so. beer from them too and a variety too yeah yes see so, and then they expect that of all the breweries right you got a lot of pressure I, you might be the most stressed out brewer uh, in the brewing industry i would i, would I might be <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a lot of pressure coming your way out of there <laughs> at least you're dealing with it well i do have a question from a listener um I'm sort of afraid of this question, B, but my listeners, you should know, um, Tanya, sometimes they trick me into questions that are strange, but I'm going to ask it. Maybe it's a completely legitimate question, all right? Do you know what the Pink Boots Club is? Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier, that Tanya is starting. That's what she's starting. I see. Because, okay, so somebody asked me if you were a member, but I guess if it's not yes. quite started yet. Yes. We had our first meeting, um, actually, the day um, of the World Beer Cup. Ah, okay. That was the Saturday um, at the Craft Brewers Conference, which was great because um, a lot of the girls after I won were just so ecstatic. Right. And it was great to have. I was there by myself. Um, my boss was supposed to go, and she had family commitments at the last minute and couldn't go. Okay. So um, it was great to have that support. Very nice. Yeah, you don't want to win an award like that and not have anybody to celebrate it with. That'd be terrible. So. It was. <laughs> Time to make new friends. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Luckily, um, I hung out with Ray Daniels a lot. Okay. So hey, he's a nice dude. It's great to have him there. That's good. Um, wow. Uh, I'm pretty impressed by the awards, and I think everybody there was. Did you find that, uh, I know you said you were surprised. Um, you know, did you find that your colleagues were uh, surprised for you as well? They were exceptionally happy. Really? They were, it was just, I can't even describe how wonderful it was. And as I was thinking back the next day about the night and um, when they called my name, it, to me it sounded deafening. Like it was so loud. And I thought, <laughs> that just must be in my mind. And then um, I got an email a couple of weeks later from a friend of mine that did say that it was so loud in there when they announced my name, and he couldn't believe how many people were standing up and going crazy. That's great. And it really was a highlight. It was amazing. I'm a big sissy for that kind of stuff. Like, I get, I get goosebumps her telling that story that, every, you know, everyone's just real happy. I probably would have cried for you, Tanya. I'd have been in there crying. You know what? I made time. a lot of yeah. guys Woman. cry that night. Really? I was standing up there, um, 
with Charlie Papazian, with my awards, and tears are streaming down my face, and uh-huh. he's teary-eyed, and wow. it was so awesome. That's great. <laughs> That's wonderful. Bevo cried a couple weeks ago on the air. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> but it was because our listeners were mean. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's the other side of the coin. <laughs> yeah. All right, I do want to start talking about your beers, um, and I have to take a break first, although I, I want to ask you a question about one of them that caught my eye. i got to know where the name came from, um, because it's where I'm from. High Desert Hefeweizen. Um, well, we are in Central Oregon, so it's High Desert. Is that still the high desert up there? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Really? Is it? See, I thought the only high desert was the Mojave Desert, where I was. Well, you're thinking was small. Well, the Mojave Desert's not small, is it? It's your thing. It's, it's small. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that that you guys were referred to as the high desert up there as well. Yeah, the eastern mm-hmm. eastern, eastern part of Oregon's pretty dry. Oh, I feel like I should sue you for that and keep it back in my hometown. I'm going to sue Oregon <laughs> for taking High Desert. It was my only claim to fame that we were the High Desert. Oh, <laughs> now it's gone. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take fair. a break. Um, but what I want to do when we come back is uh, talk about the beers that won. Um, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about those and, and how they were brewed. Um, I certainly want to talk about the dark lager. And I think Chad, our producer, told me you had a recipe for us too, right? I do. I'm going to share a hoppy red that I do. Okay, good, good. Are we going to be able to get the hops to brew it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like a question. That okay, is probably questionable. But, uh, are you um, having a difficult? Are you having a difficult time with that? Um, I have a few varieties that I haven't been able to get my hands on, so I'm having to do some substitutions. Okay. But I, I do have the quantity I need. You do. I Just see. Just not necessarily the variety. Okay. See, my guess would be that you're at kind of uh, in the ideal position, being that you have so many different beers and so many seasonals, you can just adapt with whatever's available, I would imagine. Yeah, I've done pretty well. And um, luckily, um, you know, I just know so many people in the hop industry being so close to Yakima that um, they're really good about taking care of me. Okay. Well, that's good. You're lucky that way. All right, hang in there if you would. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll start talking about beers. We've got Tanya Cornett on the line with us. She was the small brew pub pub and brew master of the year this year at the Craft Brewers Conference, and she is with Bend Brewing Company up in Bend, Oregon. Uh, You can go right to our homepage and find their website if you want to click on the logo there and check out these beers. Call us up and ask questions if you got them, 888-401-BEER, or join the chat. We'll be right back. Hang in there. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Valley Brewing Company is Stockton's premier microbrewery and family restaurant in the heart of Stockton, California, just off the Miracle Mile. Brewmaster Steve Altamari crafts a full array of award-winning ales and specialty beers, from their Hitman Gold American Pale Ale to their Black Cat Stout, or any one of their monthly specialty brews, like Valley's Uber Hoppy Imperial IPA. And the best part is, you can now purchase kegs of Valley Brew to take with you from their all-new 30-barrel brewery, now open in Stockton. So pick up a keg and get a taste of one of California's oldest brewing traditions. To find out more about Valley Brewing's historic past, their selection of beers, or family-friendly restaurant, visit them online at valleybrew.com. Or stop by and sample the beer at 157 West Adams Street in Stockton, California, where pitchers are just $5 all day on Sundays. 
Attention homebrew shop owners at Fermentap. They know you're tired of buying the same old gear that everyone else has. That's why Fermentap offers the newest and most cutting-edge brewing equipment known to man. Since 1998, Fermentap has been leading the fight against the boring and mundane by offering strange, unique, and just plain smart equipment. Like their stainless-domed false bottoms. Never deal with the floating plastic hassle of other false bottoms again. And since they're made from stainless steel, they'll last a lifetime. Fermentap's line of copper wort chillers are the best on the market, designed to cool your wort faster and more efficiently than other immersion chillers. They actually invented the equipment to make these chillers not only work great, but look great too. How about a fantastic line of ingredients, including vanilla beans, sorghum extract, blue agave extract, hot bitterness extract, unique wine yeasts, green coffee beans, sake kits, all stuff you can't find anywhere else. Fermentap carries all the standard products and equipment you need as well, such as all-grain systems, stainless hardware, kettles, carbonation stones, you name it, they've got it. Fermentap's entire line of products has been helping retail shops meet the demands of their customers for nearly 10 years, and they want to help you too. For more information, see them on the web at Fermentap.com or call Jason at 1-800-942-2750. Fermentap, better beer through innovation. Red hot mama and a ice cold beer And I can sort of get along Give me a long gun baby To cuddle up there And just leave me alone I'll take a table in the corner Turn the lights down low Put a nickel in the jukebox And let her go With the red hot mama And ice cold beer And I can sort of get along Give me a clean cut baby without a care And I just couldn't go wrong Don't have to work in the morning, I can stay out late So me and my baby can operate Cause with a red hot mama and ice cold beer And I can sort of get along Sort of get along. Give me a live white cutie without a fear that anything can go wrong. Don't want no pretzel, just bring me some brew. Baby, your daddy's got work to do. Cause a red hot mama and ice cold beer, and I can sort of get along. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. 
Everybody's so polite and tame in here today. Isn't it? I think yeah. everyone's afraid of, of, of Tanya. We have a lady on the line and everyone's worried about, uh, say, Bevo, you don't count. You don't uh, tame us at all. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya, you still with us? I'm with you. All right. You should be... Uh, you should be impressed by these gentlemen in here. It's usually not this quiet. <laughs> We're and, on our best behavior. And tame. They really are. Or maybe, actually, maybe it has nothing to do with Tanya. It really might be that JP left. <laughs> like, that might be why everybody's, be. everybody's so calm in here. Who knows? <laughs> All right, 888-401-BEER, that's the number. We were getting strange phone calls at the break there from people wanting to give us uh, roving reports and things like that. But we'll put it all off toward the end of the show unless you've got questions. And, of course, you can join Bevo uh, in the chat room there. All right, so we wanted to talk about your beers, Tanya. And the one I'm really interested in is uh, the one you won a gold medal for, your Black Diamond Dark Lager. Um, and I'm not a lager brewer, although Chad's just starting to become a lager brewer. Definitely. Fact, Chad, you're starting to feel like those are your better beers. Definitely. I think it's the mash tun has a lot to do with it. We have a lot more space, and uh, I don't know. Definitely the chest freezer helps. Okay. And ramping up the temp. Okay. So can you start just by telling us a little bit about that, about the Black Diamond Dark Lager, and we'll kind of take it from there, Tanya? Okay. Um, the taste profile would be similar to um, a Negro Modelo without the kind of cloying sweetness. Okay. So if you can kind of wrap your head around that, um, it's just a little drier and crisper than that. But basically, um, looks dark, tastes light. Okay. Very refreshing. Um, and it was really nice. It's one of those beers that I had wanted to do and um, was really surprised at the reaction in the pub. Um, you know, it started off with a couple employees saying, this is really good. And now they just love it. And it, I probably wouldn't have done it again if they hadn't have been so um, adamant, and it, we just flew through it. And so that's the reason why I even entered it, okay. was because, um, you know, the employees were behind it. And I actually entered it in GABF this year and had a chance to taste some of the other dark lagers um, that won and realized that mine was just a little bit too um, roasted. It had a little bit too much flavor, so I pulled back on those um, roasted notes a little bit and I think got it where it needed to be for that is um, a, World Beer Cup. That's a smart way to adjust your beer, isn't it? Take the GABF winners <laughs> and go, okay, let's compare it. That's a very smart way to look at your beer. When um, well, if you've ever been to GABF, it can be completely overwhelming. You know, I was there for four sessions and still didn't get to taste everything that I wanted to. Yeah. Went in with a total strategy, knew the beers that I had to taste, um, and got the map out, and mapped them out. And so I knew exactly where I was going, and I really used it as a learning tool. Great. It's a good way to do it. That's different than us. We just tried to taste everything. Yeah. And I think I did. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure we learned a whole lot. It's hard, but I I, I still made it happen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it's not hard. He, he trained, and uh, you know he had a plan and really felt, uh, followed did, through with it. It did take all four sessions, though. Yeah. Uh, no, but you're right. And I think more so, actually, if you, if you take the GABF kind of seriously as a way to really be able to try beers that you're never going to get to try because they do, they're not distributed nationally, even then it's hard to get, to get through all the ones that you, you, know, you, you want to make sure you get. I mean, beer can be really regional, too. Yeah. Uh, thing, yeah. People in the South can't get things... West Coast, they just don't. It doesn't sell. They just don't do it. Yeah. All kinds of stuff like that. 
Absolutely. And now we have so many pubs, amazing pubs all over the U.S. that don't distribute their beer or don't bottle their beer. So really that is your only chance um, besides doing a beer tour across the U.S. that you're going to get to try those beers. Absolutely. Uh, So with this beer, I'm coming in at 24 IBUs. I use Northern Brewer and Howertal. So um, hopping on it is really pretty light. And let's see, um, I use, I have used Bavarian lager yeast, and I've also used Czech yeast. Um, what was the second, what was the second yeast, sorry? Um, Czech pills, Czech Pilsner yeast. Okay. Um, so the one that won, um, was the Bavarian lager yeast, but I actually like the Czech pills better. Really? So, that's just my... What do you like better about it? Um, it was just crisper and drier, um... I'm not a huge sweet beer fan, and so it just had a little bit more sweetness than I care for. Okay. But it was still really good. Um, fermentation was at 48 degrees, um, and I did diastole rest going up um, just a couple degrees, and it sat for two months lagering. Really? So how did you get the dark characteristic without going too roasty? Um, I use the um, Carafa 2. Okay. So it's the de-husk um, roast from Weyermann. Mm-hmm. And I use about 1.5% of that. Okay. How, was, how dark is this beer? What What is the SRM? Um, or, or close, any, you know, even... Uh, it's like 14. Okay. It's still pretty dark. Yeah, that is pretty dark. I, I like the, the dark, looks dark, tastes light. Yeah. Yeah, it's really quite refreshing. See, it's such a great answer to... In fact, someone just said it to me yesterday, and everyone's heard it. I don't really like the dark beers. You know, like if, like all dark beers are the same. They're all hoppy. They're all heavy. They're, they're all going to be like Guinness. Yeah. So this is just such a great answer to that. Well, I know you don't like beers, but here's a, here's a lager. Here's a dark lager. And, and it's cr- like you're saying, Tanya, that it's finishing crisp and dry like that even especially since you're saying it's it's not even as sweet as like a negro modello it's even drier than that good answer to those people the perfect summer beer yeah it really is yeah i love it just doesn't look like it it's just uh, kind of throws you off you know it does it's very deceiving and it's one of those things if the staff hadn't been so behind it you know it would have probably been here and gone and i wouldn't have done it again but they probably drank half the inventory yeah. They love it. <laughs> Some of them put limes in it. I uh, don't like it with a lime, but uh, whatever. I think that's shameful. That's what that is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. Ban those. Ban limes from a brew pub that I owned, I'll tell you right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the Carafa 2 is the only thing you use to, to get the the beer dark? Yes. Okay. And the rest, but, pretty much Pilsner? Uh, yes. Pilsen, um Probably a third of it is Munich, and then a little bit of Crystal. That's it. That's it. Very simple. Uh, How dark are Crystal? Uh, C60. Okay. Have you done a beer like this, Doc? A dark lager? Oh, yeah. My Schwartz beer. Oh, okay. Exactly the same thing. It it looks dark, tastes light. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Tasty? Oh, I've done a Swartz beer, sure. Okay. I've never used Crystal Malt one, though. That's sort of interesting. Well, that's, of course, this isn't a Swartz beer, but... Would you just... Would you use something else, or just uh, keep it at Pilsen and, and a Carafa? Yeah, I would think I'd get the uh, enough sweetness out of the Pilsen Malt. Uh, okay. Did, what did you find that you that you used the Crystal for? Um. Well, I did want it to have just a tiny bit of sweetness 
to it, um, but not a lot. And so, and also to be some color. Okay. I do. Have I really a... don't know why. <laughs> I just thought it'd be fun. What the hell, right? <laughs> you know, I, I could some extra of this. Let's put it in there. Well, you can't, it, argue with, you can't argue with success. Congratulations on that beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, I got a caller on the phone. Has a question for you, one of our listeners. Brew Tattoo, are you there, brother? I'm here. All right, you got a question for Tanya? Yeah, Tanya. Um, are y'all going to have any beers up at the Oregon Brewers Festival? I am not, unfortunately. I usually do attend, um, but we're, we are such a small brew pub, and we don't distribute into Portland, and it's kind of hard to get into um, that festival. So we've opted to spend our money locally um, doing local advertising. Oh, uh, okay. So, I think, you know, being uh, the... You know, the brew pub, small brew pub of the year kind of thing. Uh, that might get you in. <laughs> Give you a little publicity, yeah. won't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, maybe, that's... maybe Art can uh, sneak you in there. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Pull uh, some strings. Yeah. But you're award-winning now and all. That's right. <laughs> uh, we're going to be there. I'm bummed that uh, your beers won't be there. That's too bad. Maybe we can make a trip out to Bend or something. What do you think, Chad? That would Definitely. be fantastic. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, I'd like to go. Is, 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 the, is the beer only available at the brew pub then right now? It is. I have about 30 accounts around town. Okay. still local. Um, and I don't know if you do it or not, but we have six brew pubs in town, or six breweries and brew pubs, yeah. and we're about to get a seventh. So if you um, make a visit, you will be pleasantly surprised at our beer scene. Yeah, I guess so. That's pretty good. Who knew that That's Bend cool. was the place to be? That's a lot of brew pubs for one uh, small yeah. place. Really? It is. All right, Brew Tattoo, is that it, brother? That's it. You asked my last question is, was it available in Portland at all? And it's not. Okay. So. All right. Uh, occasionally, it's at the Green Dragon. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. There you go. The Green Dragon on occasion. Oh, you have it there? On occasion, cool. she says, yes. Call ahead. Yeah, and actually, they had the Outback X, I think, a month ago. Ah, okay. Should have been there. Great. Try, try to arrange for them to have some during the Brewers Festival, and I'll make it over there and get some. All right. There you go. Okay, great. <laughs> all right. So, so will we? You've been brewing for 12 years? Uh-huh. Did you start when you were, like, 13? <laughs> say yes. <laughs> say yes. Say yes. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> it's the so beer. I am being preserved. It's go. probably the hops. All the hops, Are yeah. the happy beers I drink. Yeah, that could be it. That's the opposite effect on me, I think. <laughs> That's too bad. <laughs> the more I drink, the older I look. Oh. Hey, thanks, brother. All right, cheers. All right, appreciate the phone call. 888-401-BEER, if any of you have questions for Tanya, feel free to call in and ask. Um, Okay, how about the Outback X? You said that's your strong ale? It is, and um, I originally did this for our 10th anniversary. I have Outback on all the time, which is, um, uh, it's probably like a Scottish ale doesn't really fit well in any category. Um, it's a little too hoppy, really, to be a Scottish ale, but kind of the same idea. So for the 10th year anniversary, I wanted to just ramp that up and do an imperial version, and so it's worked really well in the strong ale category. Okay. That sounds good. Just, oh, yeah. Yes. Nice, strong so ale. It's big, malty, roasted. Um, the one I entered was a year old. Um, so I am able to keep a few kegs back. Um, it, let me see, it won um, a gold at the North American Beer Awards early last year. It won a silver at the Green American Beer Festival this year, and then a gold at the World Beer Cup. Wow. So 
super excited about how well that batch of beer did. Aren't you glad you kept those kegs to the side? <laughs> I am so glad. <laughs> <laughs> Have you found and, that often that uh, you know aging your beers? I know that you said your 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 lager h- hangs around for two months uh, also, which surprises me for a, a small brew pub. A small like brew pub, yeah. yeah. But uh, you found a lot of improvement with with the age. I I really enjoy aging beers. I wish I had a larger facility that I could do it more. Yeah. I would love to do a ton of barrel aging, and um, those are things that I feel like definitely um, improves the beer and just kind of melds the flavors together. Um, I just have to pick and choose what I can do. And I also have to be pretty strategic about what time of year that I am able to let something sit in the tank for two months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that because you, you have to make sure you're producing enough beer, you know, for the brew pub to people to drink? Right, Yeah. right. I can't be out of IPA. <laughs> Cannot happen in Oregon. Yeah. Oh, up in Oregon, you run out of IPA? Forget about it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's like the world is falling. (laughs) Yeah. Ending. Yeah. You could make all of the wonderful beers on earth, but if you run out of IPA, out of business. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. So um, I'm kind of ending um, or coming to an end of a really productive um, part of the year, and then now I'm going into production mode. So summer is about IPA and golden. Um, I will have my Bohemian Pilsner on, um, but that's really about um, the extent of the specialties I can do in the summer. Okay. How many fermenters do you have? I mean, you must have one that you can, if you're leaving things in there for two months, you got an extra. The aging tank. Yeah. Yeah, I have a small one that I don't use as much in the summer, and so I can just, um, like, leave my Pilsner in there or okay. do a smaller batch. Okay. Got to have room for at least one or two barrels. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got a recipe for us? Uh, I do. I do. So this is called um, Axe Head Red. Um, I do it. Um, we usually do a fundraiser every time I do it with the fire department, and they get part of the proceeds for um, their philanthropic events or things that they have going on. So um, it's a hoppy red and it's very similar to um, Air Republic's Red Rocket. Okay. It's kind of a bigger version of that, I think. Um, it's a little bit more roasted than that, um, but kind of the same flavor profile. Um, and that is one of my favorite beers. So that is a good beer. That was my inspiration for this, for sure. Okay. Um, so we're going to start off with um, 16, uh, yeah, about 70% of two rows. Seventy percent two row. Uh, all right. Yeah. Are you, uh, Tanya? Let me ask you real quick. Are you pacing back and forth in your house? Uh, I'm actually sitting down. Oh, okay. yeah, you're fading in and out. Yeah, sometimes. it's just your, it's just your phone. Oh, fading in and out a little bit. So uh, I just, I just wanted to double check. All right, start over for me, would you? Okay, so seventy percent two row. Okay. Um, eight percent aromatic. Eight percent. Uh huh. All right. Six percent honey malt. Oh, that's interesting. One percent um, black barley. Seven percent crystal seventy eighty. And eight percent crystal one thirty five one sixty five. One thirty five one sixty five. All right, listeners. I hope you're writing this down too, because I'm not sure how accurate my scribbles are going to look by the end of this program. Someone to put it in the forum. <laughs> put it back up there for you. Um, uh, w- what's black barley? Do, what, do, what's the equivalent of that for us, Doc? Do you know? Roasted. 
It's just a yeah, roasted. It's just yeah. that's what we call it too. Roasted. Yeah, barley. you could use roast, or you can even use chocolate. I would use a little more chocolate if you're going to use chocolate. Uh, okay. And then how about honey malt? Do we call that the same thing yeah. in the homebrew shop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's an interesting addition. Did, is that something that you found was in the Red Rocket or, or something that you added? Um, it's just something that I added. I, I like that malt. Um, I like to experiment with that malt. It smells so good when you open a bag. It, mm-hmm. it just has this amazing sweetness to it. And so I use it on occasion. It's something that I always have around. And um, I wanted to add a sweetness to this beer um, without being a you know, I already have built in a lot of crystal sweetness, and so I just added that. Okay. I have no uh, idea why. <laughs> I don't know why I do things when I'm writing recipes. Sometimes it just great. happens. Because you can. That's the only... that doc, yeah. Every time I ask Doc why, he just says, because I can, and that's can. fine by me. <laughs> that is a great answer. Yeah. That'll be my answer from now on. I'll steal that? that from you. Now you can say... Uh, when someone says why, you just say, well, because I'm the brewmaster of the year. That's why. I'm uh, right. I'm small brew pub of the year, goddammit. That's why I put it in <laughs> How there. How dare you doubt me. Yeah. How dare you doubt me. <laughs> <laughs> what about mash You're temperatures for this? And give what us did the, you say? Uh, mash about, temperatures. Yeah, what about mash temperatures oh, for this? mash temperature, uh, 155. Oh, kind of high. Good. Yeah, kind of high. Why is that? I want it nice. I wanted... Um, I wanted a big beer with this. Um, let me see what uh, starting gravity is 13.2 on it. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted something big and malty um, with a lot of uh, texture and body. Okay. I think Tanya's a drinker. She's got a couple of big <laughs> beers in here. You know, <laughs> I just wanted a really big. You don't have to drink a lot of beer. Just You can drink. Yeah, a few nice ones. A couple nice pints of that'll do just fine. Do you do yeah, just a single infusion? I do. You do? Okay. I, I do. My system is not set up to do any kind of uh, decoction. Um, when I first started, I just come from Germany, and I was super excited to experiment with that, and had a spec mash that ended up in like a seventeen-hour day, oh. and said, "Okay, this is not going to happen again." Yeah. So I stick to the single infusions and. Um, when I am doing lagers, I'll usually do a long boil and try to get um, as much melanoidin um, reactions as I can to get the nice maltiness. Um, but you, know, you still can't get those nice concoction flavors um, yeah. from a single infusion. You what, can't. I tried. What is a long boil, though, for you when you say long boil? Uh, two hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. and I'll actually start boiling at the beginning of the kettle fill. So I'll boil the entire fill Ah. and boil an additional two hours. Okay, wow. That's kind of hard to do so, sometimes as you're filling. Do you have a steam keeping the boil going. Yeah, steam jacket? Um, I don't. I'm direct fire. Oh. Okay. Which also, I think, kind of adds to the caramelization mm-hmm. um, of the wort. The so I do get some really nice um, layered flavors in yeah. there. Okay. Well, I like to hear, as homebrewers, a lot of us are just doing this single infusion mash. So I actually, the reason I, I asked is because I like to hear that. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes we're told uh, by, by uh, uh, other brewers that, no, you, you know, you're just never going to get what you want if you don't do a step. And um, it's a little disappointing to some of us. So <laughs> You can never make this beer, they're telling you. Yeah, so I like to hear that you're making fantastic beer with just a single step because that's, that's what we do around here, too. So uh, Great. 
Very nice. All right, how about hops? Hops. Um, do in this beer a first short hop, and I used Northern Brewer, and I added five IBUs in the beginning. Okay. And um, that will give you some added bitterness, but also some nice aroma. Okay. Maybe just and explain real briefly to people what a first wort hop is, in case anyone doesn't know. Um, as soon as your wort covers the bottom of your kettle, you make this addition. Okay. Cool. All right. And I, I've also heard of brewers doing it in the mash time as well, but I have never done that. Okay. Um, then at 90 minutes, uh, 17 IBUs of Centennial. And at 30 minutes, 10 IBUs of Cascade, 5 IBUs of Chinook, and then at zero, um, I added 4 ounces of Centennial per barrel um, at the very end. And actually, that's more like 10 minutes after the boil has ended. So you're doing it kind of during the whirlpool? Flame up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Ah, that's in it. Ten minutes after the boil, you're doing your whirlpool. How long are you whirlpooling for? So how long is that sitting in there before you're crashing it, I guess is what I'm getting at. Um, I, from the beginning of the whirlpool to knockout is 30 minutes for me. Okay. I like that. And so ten minutes into that would be my very last aroma addition. Okay. So this one's kind of hoppy, too. I mean, that's a lot of, uh, if you add up those IBUs, you're putting some hops in there. I, I, you got the big malt backbone, it sounds like. Um, well, Tanya, you got the uh, Chinook hops uh, late in, uh, as a late addition. That's usually at the beginning. Uh, what are you getting from that? Why do you have that at the end? Um, well, you know, I just really, I like the flavor of Chinook, and sure. I think it adds just a nice bitterness um, to it. I also really love Centennial in right. Reds. I'm not a huge hoppy red beer fan. It has to have the right hop for me. Um, to me, it, they seem to contrast um, like a maltiness and a hoppiness is just a bit much for my palate. And okay. so Centennial, I think, works really well um, with the maltiness. And then also the Cascade and the Chinook, for me, kind of um, cleanse my palate a little bit on the of ba- the maltiness. On the back end, I get you. And is, uh, the beer finishes dry, you're saying, uh, pretty much? Or? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I'm going to look and see what my terminal gravity was on that. So um, the starting gravity is around 13.2 Play-Doh. And then I think the ending is around 3. Mm-hmm. That's some sweetness left in there, isn't there? At three. Well, not a whole lot. That's, that would, it, with all the hops, I think that'd be a fairly you know dry in the mouth kind of finish. Yeah. Okay. Is it darker than uh, the, tar- the target beer we were talking about, Red Rocket? Sounds like uh, it is a little darker. Yeah, yeah it's a very dark red. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, do you filter your beer or? Centri- I don't. The uh-huh. brewery is really small, and I don't have room for a filter. Uh-huh. Um, so the only time I do any kind of clarification like that is um, if it's a, a lager, I'll fine it. Yeah. But other than that, and I'm also I'm just pumping so much beer out yeah. um, that I don't have the extra time. Right. You tell your customers that's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, luckily, in the market I'm in, um, customers really don't care if it's cloudy. Okay. They really look at that as part of a craft brewery, and they expect it. Um, I have I have several really good friends that are brewers for um, Deschutes at the pub, and 
they say that every once in a while people will complain that their um, IPA is too clear. Oh wow! I think it's weird. <laughs> what a great, it back. How many how many brewers would love to hear that uh, complaint? Right, too like, clear. You, you mean I could have left it cloudy? <laughs> Throw some flour in this beer. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's great. What yeast are you putting in there? Um, I use my house yeast as an ESB strain. Okay. All right. That's a, that's a that sounds like a good yeast to me on this one. Um, get a nice little buttery flavor out of, out of that. Do you leave a little diacetyl in there on this beer? No, I typically am not a diastole fan, and okay. I'm fairly sensitive to it. So, um, and my yeast strain doesn't produce it very often. Okay. So and what about the temperature that you're fermenting this at? Um, I usually ferment at um, 46, 47. Okay. Or, sorry, not 46. <laughs> 60. Six, six. sixty-seven. Okay. Sorry about that. I was th- I was thinking I was going to have to convert Celsius or something. I thought you meant. No. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. That'd still be really hot. <laughs> Sixty-six or sixty-seven. Okay. Well, about the same around here with with ales, right, Doc? Yeah. No. Maybe sixty-eight would be about as high as we go. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. I even try to stay a little lower than that. Do you? Yeah. Like what? Sixty-five. Sixty-four usually. Oh, uh, okay. It depends on the yeast strain. Yeah. A little bit. Are you fermenting an ale right now, Chad? Uh, yes. What are you going to ferment a that wit. at? Oh, a wit. 68. Bump it up to 72. At the end? The last third, yep. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Well, that sounds like a good beer, listeners. I hope that uh, you got that. Uh, somebody posted in the forum if you wrote it all down. Um, let's get in there and, and, uh, and brew some of that. That sounds very, very nice. Let's brew it up and give us some feedback. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Love to hear that. Yeah, um, and you can even dry hop it, which I have done as well, and it's really nice. Okay. Uh, Centennial, of course, right? Yeah. Uh, the last time I did it, I used Centennial, Amarillo, and Chinook what? for the dry hop. And it really had an amazing aroma. Wow, I bet. Yeah, nice, uh, different varieties. Mm-hmm. Amarillo, that'll be a good aroma, too. Very nice. Okay, I had a couple questions come through for you. Somebody was asking uh, if you're the only brewery employee. They must have just tuned in. I know in the beginning you said you, you do have an assistant, right? I do. Um, he washes kegs and cleans tanks for me, so okay. there's a lot of the background work. So is it just two of you? Yes. Okay. Keep him chained up in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the gear. I have that. My Schumann. Dip. Yeah, Schumann is uh, Chad's. It's my assistant. Brew. Assistant. Yeah, his it's assistant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they were just curious because, uh, you know, a small brewery uh, wanted to know uh, how, how many employees the brewery part can sustain. You guys have a um, restaurant there as well? We do. At Bend? Okay. Um, just so everybody knows, I'll mention it again. It's bendbrewingco.com. Bendbrewingco.com. You can link uh, to it. It's right off of my homepage there. You can just click the logo on the top left and you can get to it. And it talks about a lot of the other beers on there. Very nice website. You can get information about all of these. Do you have a favorite beer that you brew, Tanya? Um, usually it's whatever I'm working on. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> So um, next week it will be the Bohemian Pilsner because I'm going to revisit that and kind of switch that around from last year. Do you do that a, a, a lot? Do you find that that you 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 know you'll do a season of one year and you come back and, and decide you want to change some of it? All the time. You do. <laughs> I'm never happy. Okay. I'm one of those brewers. I'm my own worst critic. So I'm constantly kind of playing and tweaking. And it's not ever anything that um, the consumer will, you know, notice dramatically. But um, it's in subtle ways that I try to get it exactly where I want it. Okay. 
Do you have a favorite uh, commercial beer? Uh, or, even a fav- or even your favorite style, maybe. Favorite style. Um, you know, I always gravitate towards IPAs. Yeah. And okay. I really always enjoy um, a nice, fresh IPA. So does Bevo. You're an IPA girl, huh, Bevo? Yep. She's trying to turn her microphone on. Yeah, I'm not that smart. <laughs> yes, I do enjoy the IPA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Tanya. We're headed to uh, Germany in the fall here. Any um, places we should hit? Yeah, we're um, My favorite brewery was On Dex. On Dex? So, On Dex. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. C-H-S, I yeah. believe. Yeah, and you can get and that here sometimes. It is amazing. Yeah. It was definitely my favorite. Okay. All right, we'll have to check that out. Good question for us, Chad. Another question uh, from the chat room. We didn't cover this. Um, they want to know if you treat uh, or uh, build your water. Or do, you, do you have good water there? You have to, you have to fix that. Um, we do have uh, really good water. Um, it does have some um, hardness to it, but it's really not that bad. And I do do different water treatments for um, every beer that I do. So I think I'm a little geeky when it comes to that because I do really pay attention um, per style uh, what I'm doing. And, you know, I just have, I use ProMash, and I just plugged in our water here in Bend, and then I figure out what I need um, to get it to, you know, whether it's English water, hard water, um, water, you know, regionally, I try to mimic their water. Okay. Doc does the same thing. Yeah, I, I do it for every beer, too. Yeah. And I'm geeky that way. <laughs> you guys are both geeky that way. You guys will have to geek out someday. I think it's important. It is. Yeah. Well, I think so, too. The way, and, and, you know, people have come in here, you know, when Doc talks about that, when uh, another uh, brewer that comes in here, Colin, talks about that, um, it really is a great way to mimic a style. Like, like you say, Tanya, if you're really trying to work on a style, you know, you've got to start with that. Right, and it's also one more tool in our arsenal to vary the flavor. Yeah. And it's a great way to, you know, accentuate hoppiness or, you know, really whatever you want your want to achieve in your recipe. But um, it's definitely more than just adding some gypsum. Yeah. You're add, is it different salts and things that you're adding to adjust it? Yeah, I'll add... Um, like magnesium sulfate or calcium chloride or calcium carbonate or um, table salt. It just depends on what I want to achieve. Okay. All right. Well, very nice. These sound like wonderful beers. And, again, I congratulate you on your awards. It's, I, think it's, um, I think it's really prestigious, and I think it's fantastic that you got it. Um, so congratulations with that. Thank you. And I hope you get a lot of great press out of it, too, and you can't keep enough beer in your fermenters. I wish that for you. (laughs) That would be great. (laughs) Uh, Everybody, once again, you can go to bendbrewingco, bendbrewingco.com, and check out all these beers. And, uh, I don't know, you could probably contact Tanya through there if you had questions or comments. Do you have an email uh, up there? Um, The best way to reach me is just to call me at the pub. Okay. And the number... Is, should be on the website. Be careful. You might be bombarded with phone calls <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> could, could I'll do dangerous. my best to answer the question. Now, are you going to go uh, to the Oregon Beer Festival personally, even though you don't have beer there? Do you like to go and, and, and see what's happening with all those beers? Hobnob. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I love going. Okay. 
All right. Well, maybe we'll run into you around there. Chad and I will be there. We're actually broadcasting the event. So um, if you see our booth, stop by. We'd love to meet you and, and do a short interview there, too. That'd be great. Absolutely. Great. Fantastic. So, okay. Thanks, Tanya. I really appreciate it. And again, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Congrats. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Tanya Cornett, everybody, from Bend Brewing Company. And uh, good success story. Oh, yeah. You know? you know, for a small brew pub like that, yeah, probably wouldn't have heard of anyway. Yeah, two golds and yeah. entered four beers. I wish the Giants had that batting average. I'll tell you right now, <laughs> we'd be doing a hell of a lot better, but we don't, and we're not. <laughs> That's too bad. BenBrewingCo.com. You can check it out. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we got some things to cover when we come back. We're going to talk about the NHC first round results. Uh, there are some brewers in this room who uh, can talk to you about uh, how they did with the National Home Brewers uh, competition uh, first round. And we're also going to talk to you about uh, how the judging works. A lot of you have been posting in the forum all week saying, hey, I... I got like a 40 on my beer, and I didn't win a medal. How did that happen? I got a 43, and I didn't win a medal. Well, Tasty McDole uh, was running the the first-round competition in our region, and he'll talk to you about why you didn't get a medal and how that works out. So we'll kind of explain some of those myths. And um, call us up if you got questions, 888-401-BEER. Stick around. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Selling nuts, hot nuts. Anybody here wanna buy my nuts? Selling nuts, hot nuts. I've got nuts for sale. Selling nuts, hot nuts, you 
gets hungry, he begins to grunt. When a man gets hungry, he begins to hunt hot nuts. Hot nuts, flying from the peanut man. There's a character I've met in my travels, and of him in this song I will tell. Just listen and you'll be reminded Of someone like him you know well He annoys everyone who is near him Sitting there on his bar stool He's a really nice bloke when he's sober But a pain in the rear when he's full With each drink he gathers more wisdom While good manners take a back seat He butts in on your conversation And bores you until you retreat Then he starts on the barmaid or bar With unlimited dull boring junk He's a man of few words when he's sober But you can't shut him up when he's drunk Personal friends of the famous Singers, dancers, sportsmen and so And they tell all the bad things about them For good deeds they don't want to know Repeating themselves as they mourn you You're a bloody good bloke, they insist They don't know you at all when they're sober But you're their greatest friend when they're fasted Oh, I'm using a man for example But we know lots of women the same And quite often they're worse than the men are Cause no one can talk like a dame They'll hug you and call you old darling You're the only great hero I choose And they're pretty standoffish when sober But come on like a rash when they're rude Good manners take the banks And they butt in on your conversation And bore you until you retreat Then they start on the barmaid or barman While swaying there on their bar stool so They're pretty nice folks when they're sober But a pain in the rear when they're full all together Then they start on the barmaid or barman While swaying Every day, a brewcaster goes to bed hungry. Did you know that that brewcaster is silently calling for the help of people just like you? 
Do you know that every day the unicorn and the rainbow have to blow sailors for loose change? For less than the cost of a half-calf, quad-shot, venti, extra-hot, soy milk, triple-pump, hazel, low-fat foam, double-cupped macchiato a day, you can help starving adults in Pacheco. Your love can be felt for as little as seven cents a day. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate to sign up today for as little as $2 a month. Private first class in the BN Army. Buy your way up the ranks as corporal, sergeant, ranger, or colonel with an easy-to-do monthly donation that keeps brewcasters alive and your favorite internet radio station broadcasting. No donation is too small to help those in need. Can't you find it in your heart to share your love with a brewcaster? In return, you will enjoy the wealth of knowledge that comes with every episode of the session. The Jamil Show and Yes even that other show. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for your donation at thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate today. <laughs> oh, crap! It's the hop shortage! No, not the organic, rearranged, oyster Russian imperial coffee stout! It's all gone. We'll never brew again. Damn this hop shortage! Damn it to hell! Oi! F*** away off your wee f***ing hop shortage, f***. Who are you? A f***ing Scottish 80 shilling and you can't brew a Scottish 80 shilling like you was mixing f***ing cement with f***ing hops instead of gravel, you great f***ing ass. Use less hops, brew more beer. Northern Brewer has kits and ingredients for dozens of worldwide beer styles that don't require a lot of hops to make a great pint, like the bloodthirsty and abusive Scottish 80 shilling. Keep drinking great beer. Order at northernbrewer.com and get flat rate $7.99 shipping anywhere in the contiguous U.S. One beer kit, $7.99 shipping. One million beer kits, $7.99 shipping. Together we can beat this hop shortage. My Lambic! It'll only f***ing help it. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And, and it's stuff. just hot. It is? It's so super hot. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Welcome back to the program. Thank you very much to Tanya Cornette from Ben Brewing Company. Go to benbrewingco.com and check out all the beers we were just talking about. They're there. And, uh, again, a big congrats to her. That was oh, yeah. very, yeah. very cool. We're going to have to go try to see if we can get some of those beers, Chad. Definitely. So we don't have to be polite anymore, right? Yes. I think it took a lot of the pressure off her. The win? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, you know, absolutely. Now you've done it, right? She's done it. So, so now yeah. she can relax. Yeah, she doesn't have to prove herself. No. Yeah, she's done Except it. for next year. <laughs> well, Until next year. <laughs> Yeah. No, I agree with you. I, I think it does kind of. It should. I mean, these medals are, are unbelievable at the at the World Beer Cup. It only happens every two years. <laughs> yeah, it's important you to know, these people. Yeah. Over two thousand beer, twenty six hundred oh, yeah. beers entered. You know, um, so maybe you're right. Yeah, she can. She, she, well, she I mean, can relax. A silver at the GABF is not a bad deal either. No, that's no true. you know, with that beer. So yeah, 
Yeah, very nice. All right, we're going to talk about the first round of the National uh, Homebrewers Competition. But just before we do that, I need to mention um, an alternate uh, competition that we've supported for the last couple years and I uh, want you to know about it again. I was telling you about it last week, so uh, another reminder for you. Uh, and it's the 21st Annual Southern California Regional Homebrew Championship. And like I said, we've done this for a couple of years. Daniela won her um first and only medal at this competition. Her first competition she ever entered, last competition she ever entered, and she took home a silver for her blonde ale, it was at the time. And um, that was a couple years ago. And uh, this year, Shat's going to enter. I'm in. And Doc's going to enter. Yeah. Got a couple beers. Now, as we start talking about the NHC, you're going to find out that Shat did not enter, uh, did not advance any beers to the second round. That's correct. But he will get score sheets and feedback from there, which is really the reason you should be entering these competitions. So now, as an alternate, you know he's going to enter the 21st annual Southern California Homebrew Championship and kind of get a second chance to get some medals. It does happen right around the same time. Um, the competition date is June 22nd. Entries are due by June 14th. Shat, so put that on your calendar. Where do we have to get them? And it's will give Why you. Why June fourteenth? Kind of in my memory here. I don't know. Anniversary. That's right. You got I'm it. Just kidding. If you haven't, uh, if you, you need a, duck. if you need a day to rem- uh, a way to remember when the beers are due, it's the same date as our third anniversary bash extravaganza. So the standard rules: three bottles. Uh, well, you can go to hopheads dot com slash competition or just go to hopheads.com you'll see the link there and you can get all of that information yeah okay. but it, uh, it, it definitely will tell you bottles it's actually two oh. um, oh, good. 12 or 22 ounce brown bottles so if you only bottle in 22s like I did when I was a, a, a bottler um, bombers you can send the bombers they don't care uh, they probably like it better because there's more to, to judge little, yeah that's true it's a little bit easier especially yeah. when it's just a two bottle competition yes sure um so yeah, go to hopheads.com. This is an AHA and BJCP sanctioned event, and they do a great job at judging and score sheets. I remember getting my score sheets back and uh, crying myself to sleep. They were very They're brutally detailed. honest. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one uh, thing to suck, but when you put a number on it, that really offends you. It's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly right. Tasty. Uh, uh, so you will get good feedback, and if you if you uh, like Chad uh, did not advance in the first round, here's another chance for you to get yourself a nice medal. So I do want. I want you BNers to enter this. I want to see a strong presence uh, from the Army. We've been doing well lately, showing mm-hmm. up at a couple of different competitions and uh, and and the, getting the BN Army name out there. So I'd like you guys to enter this one, if you would. Go to hopheads.com. If you're in the Bay Area, you can drop off your beers at Beer, Beer, and More Beer. Um, if you're in Southern California, you can drop them off at the Riverside Beer, Beer, and More Beer cool. location. So you got a couple of easy drop-off points if you're local, or you can get all of the uh, shipping info at hopheads.com. Good, because I hate mailing things i just never get around to it i know it makes it easy on us right you guys oh, can yeah. just take your beers right there to, to more beer yeah it's great tasty you gonna have anything left to enter in this competition yeah, or i might have on? a couple sure yeah, yeah okay. definitely this ipa i'm drinking i'm definitely gonna enter that all right good schumann just brewed a, a hellas with chad although chad chad's getting a little doc on me <laughs> well i said the other day you know he said hey, chad's asking me how do you like that hellas and i go yeah isn't that the one that you brewed with schumann and and chad goes oh, well uh, Schumann was there, if that's what you mean. <laughs> he's like getting a little, uh, you know little no, protective of his beer. Schumann does enjoy it. You know, he is a big help. Um, but he's cleaning. That's what he's really doing. I mean, that's what wow. brewing is. That's I mean, an so. assistant brewer. Exactly. 
He loves it. He loves being out there. I love being out but there. But it's part of his beer now. But it's pretty much, yeah. I'm, He's very know. proud of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which leads me to my next question, Doc, and I'm, I'm worried about the answer. The so, beers that we brewed together that you entered into the <laughs> NHC. Yeah. Did you write my name down as assistant brewer? Did you put them in? A, you put them in as a sole brewer, didn't you? No, I didn't. You did not put my name down. No, I didn't go as a sole brewer. You put me down as the assistant yes. brewer. And the ones that Paxton helped me with, he was the assistant brewer in those two. Okay, I wow. was. I was worried. I thought maybe you know you're going to be up there getting your gold, yeah. and, and you were never going to say my name. No, and I, say I, that I, I was there. I you put know, you in as a co-brewer, floor, <laughs> floor sweeper, garbage taker, outer. Anything. I don't care what it is. Master. Did any of ours advance? No. Shit. That was my chance, Doc. It was. It was my chance to be at the at the conference, you know, to be up on the platform. Well, yeah, it should have too, but not even the stuff. Not even the Doppelbach? Nope. Not even the icebox. The icebox didn't either. Are you sure? Tasty, that, did that, you, that can you I demand a recount. <laughs> I checked the results. <laughs> and the icebox smoked. Recount. Yeah. yeah. The Dortmunder didn't go either. And the Dortmunder, and the Dortmunder didn't that go? Beer is, oh, I don't understand that. And that was... Uh, what Jay, kind of show are you running over there, Tasty? I, I'm not responsible. Uh, Jay, <laughs> Jay-Z loved responsible. That, that Dortmunder, too. Yeah. And he had high hopes for it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Who knows? Okay. You just uh, maybe bad, you know, bad place in the flight. Oh, yeah. A flight placement makes a big it, difference. It really does. And that's yeah. just the crapshoot you get. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's randomized. Houston in the West at West. Who's on the phone here? Detroit? Is that the person's name? Got an NHC question. Detroit, what's happening, brother? Oh, wait. Let me turn you up here. Hey, start again. How are you, my brother? Good. How are you? We're doing great. Uh, what's your question about? You know, I uh, entered uh, NHC for the first time thanks to you guys. Great. Thank you. And uh, Yeah. And uh, just kind of waiting on the results. Do they send that uh, via email or is that... Snail mail. Uh, yeah, snail mail? They, they will snail mail them, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, help me out here, Tasty. Uh, a lot of them took place at different times. They did their judging at different times. Right, but last Sunday, a week ago, was the last possible day of judging. So okay, that was all the, the judging completed then. Uh, our, yeah, yeah, ours was uh, April 25th. So, so you should be getting something no. pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. well, and okay. s- you know, some of the organizers, I, I was kind of following in our forum the different regions, people posting about their region. You know, some some organizers got the results and mailed them that day. I mean, they were really on it. And others, you know, maybe had other things to do, and it might take a couple days to put it in the mail. Or they didn't have the help that they needed. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. So you haven't gotten yours yet, I assume. No, no, no. I'm just kind of waiting to see what they have to say. Okay. Oh, it'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. You're, yeah. you, are you nervous? You got that, like, the, am I going, uh, you know, kind of uh, nervousness no, happening? No, no, it's probably just going to be like, you know, like your extra special butter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could happen. I can't don't believe wish, it's not butter. I don't wish that upon you, my friend. Right. <laughs> what did you send in? How many beers? Uh, two beers, um, but I kind of did the old uh, John Plisse move and did uh, did a couple different uh, categories. It was a uh, Southern English Brown and the Ordinary Bitter, so I just kind of picked the ranges and... You know, for uh, the brown went as a uh, uh, brown porter, southern English brown and mild. Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's it. By the way, everybody, that's a that's a good way to do it. Sometimes, if you have one of those beers that you know you maybe it's, stra- it's straddling it. a couple of style lines, so you might as well yeah, go ahead it, and interim. Yeah. I was looking at the guidelines and I said, "Well, what the hell? Let's do it." So yeah. All right. Well, I wish you luck, man. I hope uh, hope hear some hope hear some good news from you. 
Oh yeah, hey, and uh, props to William in the chat because he's uh, he's asking a lot of brewing questions. He's getting a lot of shit about it. So really, he's yeah, getting shit like, for yeah, asking like, brewing questions. I don't know. It seems like they're kind of harshing him a little bit about mm-hmm. it. But, the whole uh, situation's he's, he's just so, confusing me. Like really, yeah, I don't know if he's pissy or if they're being mean. Like I came in half halfway through it, so I'm just trying I to see. figure it out. But <laughs> you don't know what's happening. Moderate, whatever. Can moderate themselves. All right, thanks, Detroit. Later, brother. All right. Well, we wish the man luck, and uh, yeah, if you haven't gotten your scores yet, just just hang in there. You'll be getting them. They do come snail mail if you've never entered. Or call in with your scores. Get a nice, uh, yeah, yeah. If you if you want to talk to us about, in fact, if you want to talk to us about some of the comments that you received, maybe your beers didn't make it, and you're curious about some different things. So uh, you got a couple of guys here who yeah. have read a lot of score <laughs> like sheets, funny score sheets. Uh, yeah. you'll, you'll see some of those, I'm sure. Really? Yeah, there's some really, yeah. P- uh, ju- judges are people, and there's a fair number of weird people too, mixed in there. Right? There's a fair number of weird people that are. Judging. So you'll get all kinds of weird comments on those sheets. Yes, yeah. And then, then you get like, like, comment sheet that'll. You know, make you think this guy had no idea what he was talking about. I mean, uh, it's like he's not even talking about a beer style that he's judging. Were you it, tasting it my happen. beer? Yeah, yeah okay. it's like you'll think, well, no, it's not possible. I, I got emails from several people that really said, well, this beer scored a 42 at the Mayfair. Now, you know, got a blah blah here. Uh, what me, do you mean I, 27? Let me, me explain that. I can't, you know. It's yeah. Just, uh, well, and it does happen, and everybody has a different palate, obviously. And, and let's be honest, sometimes you, you will get a judge that's not qualified but by and large you are getting uh bjcp certified judges and uh you know i I think overall the census seems to be that you are going to get uh you know some accurate and good scores and good comments yeah better judges judge at this event because it's more prestigious for them to judge as well if they say well i'm only going to judge at four events this year well this would be one of those and second round, even more so. Yeah, then, yeah, if, if anybody, uh, all the judges, anybody that's B, BJCP that goes to the national conference, almost always judges, because it's a, it's a great judging experience for them. Okay. And, you know, you could have a bad bottle. I've had that Oh, before. yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you can't taste every one of your bottles, and you might have a, just an off bottle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have it, I have it, and not just, you know, I'm sure it happens in judging, because I have it at home, and happens. I have, like... Oh, yeah. You know, six beers. You know, I, I bottled like six months ago and drinking them. All of a sudden, one's bad. Wow, this one's weird. What's the deal with that? Yeah, exactly. This one's weird, and you can't explain it. No. We've even had that with the pros in here. We've yeah. gotten a six pack. Yeah. one, you know, once, oh, yeah. once or twice. Commercial and, beer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Before we move on, because we're going to talk more about uh, who advanced and who didn't, and a little bit about this scoring. But I think we're we have a. On. Okay. I think we have a drunk of the week call. Nice from England. Even I think. Can we late there? Make sure I got this right. It looks Bly like we hell. are talking Blimey. to Smod yeah. on the phone. What's happening, brother? You there? Hello. Can you hear me? Hey, Smod. Hi. 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 Smod's got a slow connection. I think. Can you hear me? It's clipping a bit. Yeah, I can hear you. Ah, there he is. How are you, brother? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from England. Are you hammered right now? Uh, we'll put it this way. I've had a few beers since uh, I did dinner earlier on, which was about six or seven hours ago. <laughs> what, yeah, the pub well, are these session back. beers? What time is it there? Uh, it is 3.04. Ah, it's 3 in the morning. Oh, oh get home. See a little drunk dialing. But it's, it, it, it's bank holiday tomorrow, so there's no work tomorrow. Oh, great. For day, actually. <laughs> so, what have you been drinking? Uh, um, you probably haven't heard of. Um, 
one of uh, my guy, the guys at the pub, take the mickey out of me for it's uh, it's called Mountain Man. So that's like a, a bit funny when I keep asking when they keep asking, do you want you want a Mountain Man? Yeah, can I? Yeah, have I like Mountain <laughs> Can I please have a tall Mountain Man? Thank you. <laughs> I'll yeah, take yeah, another yeah. mountain. Yeah. It's not that kind of bar, buddy. You know what? Give me two. What the hell, right? I can handle two yeah. mountain men. I've had a, a chauffeur hoffer. It's Hefeweizen. Uh-huh. That's a couple of those. And something from a, a brewery in Britain called um, Bateman's, which is a... a oh, I can't trying to think of the, the name of it now. But a couple of beers from there as well. Okay. But they're, they're, not, they're quite nice. Okay. And I'm drinking some of my homebrew, which is real naff. Horrible. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. You're like me, huh? We've all had plenty of that and kind I, of beer. Yeah. It, it's from, it's from a kit, and I just cannot, for the sake of me, ever brew anything from a a, malt, a, a, a liquid kit. From to, a can? Yeah, yeah, from a can. I can never get it to, to taste any good. Mm. You know, if you got to use a can opener for your beer, there's a the problem. Yeah. Well, look at you can't polish a turd, right? If your ingredients aren't that good, then uh, you know you got to start with but, it. Uh, I've, I've done a, I've done a few. I've done three grain brews, and they've been totally different. Totally okay. awesome. Yeah, we'll keep up with that. Comparison but it's three in the morning. You got to have something to drink. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I know. That's well, when you get this into this. Is... See, that's why I don't mind brewing bad beer because at three a.m. anyone will drink it. You're right. There's a place. It's, that's all there is. You know, we always say on here, there's a place for every beer and even bad yeah. beer. <laughs> oh yeah, crazy bitch will drink it. Yeah, well, yeah. it's the, it is the last resort. Uh, this is the last time I'll ever brew anything from a kit. No, I've got I've got to get to all grain. Yeah, I think you should. It'll improve your brewing. And uh, I'm sure. it'll be a little more fun, too. Hey, let's forget about Drunk of the Week for a second. I should point out to you that I think Bevo has uh, fallen in love with you during this uh, whole phone call. Um, I think she's. Uh, I think she likes your accent. I love you. Sorry, I was chewing You're food. eating. But yes, yeah. I'm starving. Okay. Shut up. I uh, came back from vacation to do the show. Good. I shall replay this in my car when I go to work. And, awesome. Uh, <laughs> Probably at home in hey, the shower. I'm going to do the Put same thing just to hear your voice. <laughs> oh, my. She's looking no, a little squirmy over there. I've been listening. The, the really good thing is, is I, I came across this by accident, and uh, I've been listening to it for ooh, nearly a year. Uh-huh. So just having the odd show and everything, and, but obviously but with it being about four hours long, yeah. um, putting it on in the car and, and driving backwards and forwards and everything, it's been absolutely brilliant listening to you guys, and this is the first time I've been able to listen to it live, so Great. It's, cool. it's excellent talking to you. Well, now cool. when you drive to work Tuesday morning, you can rub one out to uh, <laughs> to Bevo being Don't in love with that. you. I'm, I'm, just look, I'm just looking at someone who says, is it STEM where in the UK does, he doesn't have an accent? I don't think I have an accent. I'm from the Midlands, which is like in the middle of the UK, which is near Birmingham. Oh, I see. So they don't think you have an accent. No, I don't think I've got an accent either. Well, you come to the U.S., and uh, not only will people think you have an accent, but it sounds like you might get laid <laughs> because of it. Chances are. Well, not by me, but right. other uh, But she'll find you somebody. Bevo's married. Maybe not happily, but married. Oh, no. <laughs> it's too early to tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, uh, I do appreciate the phone call, and it's very nice to talk to you. I'm not sure that you're going to get drunk of the week. You sound pretty... I don't, uh, I, don't I, I think I laid off the drink about a couple of hours ago. I did actually fall asleep trying to wait uh, wait for you guys to come online, and then I... Oh, okay. So I suppose cool. didn't, I didn't drink enough. <laughs> That's pretty impressive that you well, woke back up, though, I'll, I'll tell you that. 
I, I will actually. I, no, I mean, I fell asleep at the laptop, so. Um, <laughs> Drooling on the laptop. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. it. Computer I'll, keys in your forehead. I'll try again, I'll try again in says, a few weeks' time. It says QWERTY across his forehead. <laughs> All right. Try again and uh, send Bevo some pictures of yourself. I think she, uh, she wants to put it. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Keep it with the voice. Right. Uh, the, the mystery actually, might work. Call in for the voicemail. There yeah. All right. Yes. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. All right, brother. Thanks. Cheers. There you go. That's uh, Smod from England. Smod. Probably his wife sitting right next to him. <laughs> Bevo doesn't care. All right. Let's move on with the, this uh, NHC talk I want to do. I want to know about this first round. Tasty, did you have some beers go through uh, to the uh, second yeah, round? Yeah, I had three. Yeah. You had three different uh, beers go three through? Three beers. I entered 10 and had three pass. That's pretty good. I like that percentage. That's a good percentage. Just yeah. get just getting into the second round is pretty good. Yeah, if you send anything to the second round. That's true. I mean, everyone should be aware of that. If you get and, a beer right. going. You know, even if you get a third in the first round, it's oh, all yeah. you all start on the even plane in the second oh, yeah, round. Yeah, I've had thirds uh, take first in the second round. Ah. Yeah. So is it that every medal advances? Yes. Yeah, the thing about this competition is because the categories are so big, really, when you're awarded first, second, or third, it's really... I don't know, there's so many good beers at that point. Yeah. That it's just, I don't know, it's just arbitrary. Well, you were telling me that uh, when they come down to which ones are going, it could take them, what, an hour? If they put their, yeah, if they really work on it, they'll, I've seen them take a long time to. Take a long time to decide. Decide. Just, and those well, top, those down top to beer. And then they'll have, they'll have trouble getting that fourth one out because they're all good. So. Everybody assumed that was their beer. Yeah, that was number four because yeah. that very well could have been really okay. You know, it's like the the guy in the the, the shooting, you know, the, the the firing squad. He, he doesn't have the bullet. Ah, right. And <laughs> so, you know, and nobody knows who nobody has knows the what that one. So your beer was that fourth. One. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Just Always. just squeaked out. Now, Doc, you say that our beers didn't go, but did you have other beers advanced? Yeah, I got three three in also. Really, what's going? Uh, cream ale, uh, Northern English brown. And oh, what was that? dark uh, strong? The dark strong. Ah, uh, okay. Fruit beer. Yeah. Did you have three? Did your fruit beer advance three times? Tasty? Is that uh... <laughs> three? No, no, no. <laughs> what are My your fruit beer only advanced once, but it did advance, didn't oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It always does. What's the, what the hell? You know. Now does... I it placed last year again. That's what I was going to ask you. I placed in a second round twice with that stupid beer. You have? Yeah. What did you get last year with it? Uh, second or you got third second. or something. Or nice. And, and the year before as well? I think I got first. No. Yeah, first I got there. Yeah. No, that was Orlando. Oh, no, no. year before that I got first in no in Baltimore. That's right. It's like you're a shill with that. You just, uh, it's just embarrassing that I was stooped so low. as Sandbag. Doctor up a beer and send it in. <laughs> you do it every year. Every year. And every year we have this discussion. It got a 41 this year. It makes a good beer. Or yeah. is it a 42? I don't know, something. Now, Shat got a gold medal at the, uh, what was it? The, the, the World uh, Cup of Beer. World Cup of Beer here. but that be- And you entered that beer to the first round, right? Yes. But it didn't go anywhere. No. What, is, what was your score? The hops died out in it. That was definitely one of the big comments. Um, yeah. But it was a 36. What's a good score? Give me the range of scores. Is 36 a good score? Well, it depends on the judge. Some judges you know, score higher well, than others. Let's think empirically. Uh, it goes one to fifty. Above a forty-five, you're probably not going to ever see it. And in the in the, the even in the low forties, yeah, nobody it, you know will brew that. And, well, and, maybe a few people you know. Yeah, but uh, it is really, really rare. It's, actually, I've seen it be really rare to even get in the forties. Yeah, 
That's hard. Uh, well, if you if you put a clean, really nice beer and you got it into the high thirties, you should be really proud. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Above thirty five is really good. Yeah. Score. Yeah, if you brewed a 27 beer, it's still a really nice beer. Maybe it's out of style. Maybe it's a flaw or two. If you brewed an 11 beer, then brew it again. <laughs> try, try again. But, uh, you know, it's if you're in the in the 30s, you should be proud of that beer. Okay. All right. I got more questions about scores. I got Sully on the line real quick, though. Let me do that. Sully, what's happening, my brother? Hey, guys. What's up, Sully? Hey, Sully. Hey, Sully where are you? You guys, I'm just at home right now. You guys sound totally sedated. What are you wearing? <laughs> pretty mellow today. I mean, man. what's going on there? Because you're not here, man. Yeah. I mean, and then the, you have a drunk of the week from England, and I don't know what goes on in England, but he's like, yes, I'm very drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're even proper when they're hammered. I yeah. can't believe this. I'm uh, in love with Bevo. I want to do things to her. I'm totally wasted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll be calling back for more, I'm sure. I wish I sounded hey, like don't that Don't you just jump drunk. on that damn Vespa and come over here? Yeah. <laughs> Wake us up. Won't go that fast. <laughs> yeah. I heard you had it up to 80. Come on. <laughs> hey, I also want to uh, put it out there. I think uh, Bub's already done it, but we're doing a tour at the uh, 2-1-A on Friday, the weekend of the uh, uh, anniversary party at 3.30. So okay, cool. So that's Friday, June Friday 13th. Friday the 13th. Huh? Okay. Friday. We'll throw Bub in the mash tun. It'll be good. All right, cool. Now you can make him all wet. Now you're really excited about that. Well, I want to. You bring something up. I don't want to forget my question. Now, now that you're talking about the anniversary party, and uh, Bub, you were talking about maybe not being able to make it, Sully. <laughs> Are you going to be at well, the anniversary party? I just want to feel a little bit more love from you. That's all. Give it to me straight. We're not going to beg. You're not going to be there, are you? Just come on, beg a little bit. No, <laughs> we ain't begging if he ain't coming. Come on. Yeah. I see you walk across the floor. <laughs> you want me to put out my man thong? I'm going to be there. I will be there. Are you sure? My calendar, At least for the first part, and then i got to shoot out of there and not tell anybody I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, what do they call that, pulling a dock? <laughs> I thought I was pulling a sully. <laughs> Look at I will leave. Oh, you know, you've got your own tambourine this year. And uh, you can play it as much as you want. I won't kick you off the stage. Oh, uh, you can't sing. I don't sing want to be anywhere near John. <laughs> All right. No singing. <laughs> no singing, just Absolutely. tambourine. <laughs> All right, that's cool that you guys are doing a tour. So 3.30 on uh, June 13th. That's Friday the 13th. I won't be there because I'm very superstitious, and I would be afraid my friend Sully's uh, place would burn down if I was there. Where are you going to be? <laughs> with you there. I'm yeah, going to be pissing the mesh tent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to be in Napa already, I think. Are you going up the day early, Doc? You're not going to be able to go with us Friday, are you? Um, I've been a bad boy these last couple of weeks. I didn't even ask him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and Shat, and hopefully Tasty, uh, I'm not sure what your plans are, but we're going to be up there early on Friday. Um, we have a little headquarters set up, and that way we can get things set up on Saturday uh, bright and early. So, yeah. be a drunken round be the up there, uh, We'll be up there Saturday morning, actually. So. I think yeah, I'm cool. at least I'll be up there... Early Saturday. Early Saturday. Okay. Um, I don't think I can. I'm, I'm not even going to ask about this. <laughs> about like, no. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Maybe Look just. Doc. He's a beaten dog. I know. Oh, uh, no. I, I got away with murder the last two weeks. Yeah. I didn't, didn't come home a couple nights. And, two nights he didn't come home. Yeah. You know? It's uh did you have glitter balance. on your face when you came home? You know, I, I, I just, really, I got home and I jumped in the shower. Yeah. yeah. There were smells on me I didn't want anybody to know about. <laughs> and that was just from being at my house. Yeah. All right, Sully, thanks, man. All right, guys. Catch you later. Come on, let's speed it up. Bye. <laughs>
Yeah, Sully makes a good point. We are a little mellow tonight, but that's all right. We've been going hard for a couple weeks in here, you He's know. Been hard. Yeah, uh, got to mellow out a little bit. Johnny wore us out, man. John, I'm telling yeah. you, Johnny's going to be. He was he was lit last week too. As an animal. Mm-hmm. The only reason he's not here getting lit right now is he has to pick up his parents from the airport. So he's... He's going to come in here raging, isn't he? Get about around, about oh another yeah. half an hour? Oh, yeah. He could later. <laughs> All right. So uh, back to the NHC here. Sorry to get off topic there for a second. Um, but I did want to ask uh, on behalf of our listeners in the forum, a lot of people are posting like, hey, I got this really nice score on my beer, but it didn't advance. Uh, yeah. So how does that work, Tasty? Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of those questions, too. Uh, well, on the forum, uh, Jamil... Uh, posted a really good response to that but I'll, I'll cover the same thing here in a large competition like this where you have like uh, well, like ipas for instance there was like 37 ipas well you can't you know give um three pairs of judges like 12 ipas to drink or something yeah. like that and that would even what, what's the point i mean yeah the first three would be interesting but the rest would be crazy Wouldn't so taste they divide that into like uh uh about six uh judging pairs and each of those will take like five to six IPAs and judge those. So as they do that, they're they're scoring your beers, like just like uh, the score sheets that you got back. But they're also deciding which uh, one or two or even three, if they feel that they have a, a good set of them, are going to advance to what they call mini best to show. Okay. Just like pretty much. Only they call it, reason they call it mini is it's, it's just for this category, but it's appropriate because. Uh, so what will happen is that all these six uh, judging pairs will each send one or two. You'll have seven or eight IPAs in the in like a mini best of show round. Then the higher-ranking judges uh, that were judging IPAs will then uh, set up a judging of just those beers. Now, those are judged side by side. There's no score sheets for that. That's that's like a real best of show format when you know we don't do score they sheets. They decide they just, which one's the best yeah, one they just outright. Like, yeah, they taste them side by side. This one tastes better than that one, you know. Yeah. Line them up or whatever and... They go through them. All right, I'm confused about mini best of show. Mm-hmm. Does every category have a mini best of show? Or this oh, is like an overflow well, category? Because this competition's so big, I think there were probably only three or four categories that didn't have be- mini best of show. When you got 29 We had 57 American beers, Ales. Yeah. 50, 57 American Ales. So Chad's, you know, beer got lost in there somewhere, but, you know. So what happens is if there if there are close scores like that, uh-huh. they have to then have a mini best of show to decide who advances. That it's not so think? much the score because here's here's an anomaly of the thing. It's like if one pair of judges may uh, score their six beers, you know, like really high twenty seven to thirty eight. Yeah, okay. and they loved the thirty eight. That that was exceptional. They thought the thirty eight was the so, awesome beer. So okay. they advanced to thirty eight. There was a thirty four in there that they said, no, I think it's not. It probably wouldn't do well in the second round. It's not quite good enough. We'll just advance that 38. The other pair of judges uh, could have a, a several 35s, a 37, and they may have a 41 even in there. They may be just be judges that tend to score higher, but they may have two beers that they think would go into the uh, into the mini best of show. Okay. So there's a little bit of an anomaly there. I mean, there, you know, they they just score higher, so they think the higher scores deserve to go on. But you know, that's just the way judging is sort of a. It's a real fungible thing. I mean, these are human beings. I mean, there's and variables. you got to split it up. Dick sizes. Yeah. Uh, I, I One Doze meeting, we had a, a category where we were, we were uh, judging IPAs. And I had 30 people there, and we had 14 IPAs. <laughs> yeah. And we had 30 people there, yeah. and it, it killed everybody. Yeah. So I can imagine two judges going through that many. 
Okay. And, and you'd have to. Yeah. So to, to get it on a level playing field. Because the goal is to find the best beers. I mean, everybody's on board with that. Not, you know, it's not like just me as the organizer. Everybody wants to find the best beer. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So if you get your score sheet back, and it's got this nice num- numerical score. Right. Um, but you didn't advance. It probably also somewhere on there then says MBOS and and, and it, like that it went to the mini best of show and and then the score just became irrelevant because it was a side by side tasting. I got the feeling some regions have just have written MBOS on it if it goes on a mini best of show. Our region didn't do that. We just wrote if it placed first, second, or third. That's all you wrote. That's all I wrote on there. So a blank box is your, is your worst. But people could know, even if you didn't write it then, that if they had a great score but didn't advance, it's probably because it went on to this yeah, mini probably best did. of if show. Yeah, If it was 37 or 38, maybe even a 36, it, it could have. You don't know for, I don't know for sure. Okay. But wouldn't be unreasonable for scores like that to advance to mini best of show. And it gets okay. the mini best of show, and that they're, they don't have scores. They just pick the best beer right. out of there. One of my beers scored pretty low, and it got a first. I got a 37 on my IPA, and it took first. Yeah, ah. so and I know that it was well. I think somebody posted on the forum that Kevin Pratt gave somebody a forty-seven or something for an IPA. Yeah, wow. And so he must have been wow. in there too. So Especially I mean, for Kevin, you know. He's yeah, an he's experienced not, judge. Yeah, he, yeah, so. He's a stickler. So, well, here's another interesting thing that I think people could could keep in mind. You know, as it, so you sit down as a judge and you're given a beer, and you're not talking amongst your colleagues. You're given a beer, and you're given a score sheet, and you write down the score. So if the, if you give the first beer, let's say you give the first beer you judge uh, a 39, and then which is a, which is a good score, right? Um, and then the next beer is even better. Well, you've got to give it a higher score, don't you? I mean, so now right. all of a sudden you're looking at a at a 42, oh. and then let's say for a second now that the third beer is even <laughs> better than that. So, right. so I guess what my point is that sometimes the number is based on the flight as well, isn't it? Order in the flight makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Or, yeah. So or on the flip side of that coin, if, if your first beer, it might be awesome, but you know what? You're you're going to hold back. Exactly. Judges are aware of the phenomena that you're talking about. Okay. So they don't want to get into that predicament. So they intentionally score the first beer lower. I see. Now they may. Okay, but that may still work out because they'll say, you know, this still isn't better than that 34 that we had early on. Yeah. We have to give this guy a 33. So, I mean, you can see, well, wait, the guy got a 33. He might have had a, you know, a 35 beer. But because they're judging against the other beers. Right. right. So, you know, listeners should know that the scores are sometimes are a victim of circumstances. Right. It's not just like, gee, my beer is actually a 35. Well, in some competitions, it in might smaller be smaller competition, you got the same judges, maybe judging the whole, yeah, the whole got, uh, style. Right. Now, how come all of Chad's score sheets said you suck? You should probably find a new hobby because <laughs> they're not all certified judges, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's that, it. Well, some must be certified. Give it assholes. to me straight. Give it to me straight. <laughs> Is that why they would say that to poor I would, Chad? I'm, I'm kidding. Would, I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, if anybody has any unusual or offensive score sheets, again, I'd love to see them. Yeah. I had one once that came back. Not a one from your. I got not, tons, not, of, not, not I got from, tons of old ones. No, not not from this, but from once. I got a couple offensive ones. Really? Oh, it smells like of garbage. You know, things like this, and, and this was one I've I've taken places. Yeah. You know, in I've won medals, damn it, with that one. But well, uh, it it just you know just take it with a grain of salt what they say. Well, I heard some comments like you know low carbonation missed the mark. And that's it. You know, like, like it just, yeah. So you, like weird comments. You lost out because it didn't have enough bubbles. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I mean, you want more than that, I would hope. 
Yeah, like, <laughs> ideally, you get, your the comments would line up with with your score. Right. That is, if your beer scored like a twenty-seven, there would be enough reasons on there as to why it might deserve a twenty-seven. Right. So the that problem one, I have is sometimes the score sheet will say, "Well, it's a very tasty beer. Oh, great aroma, good flavor, blah blah blah." Here's your twenty-seven. I mean, like, <laughs> what, what, what? What's the deal with that? You know? Right. So when Shaq got that one score sheet with a nine on it, and it said, "Please don't bottle your urine," <laughs> yeah. uh, the the comment does coincide with the score. Please don't mix your beers yeah. in with Justin's think, beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably more accurate, isn't it? <laughs> Same address. Come on. <laughs> it was a slight mix-up. I'm going to actually probably start bottling Shaq's beers and entering them under my name. I think that's my only chance at, there you uh, go. at uh, doing well. More shots. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so there you go. If you have more questions, you can uh, call up 888-401-BEER or uh, just join the chat room. We're going to be wrapping up here soon. I did have a question come through from the chat, um, which I think is a good question. So let's say you go to the second round. And this gentleman wants to know, um, if you go to the second round, do most brewers who go rebrew that beer for the second round because you got to send in beer again right or do you yeah. si- do, or do most uh, brewers keep enough behind that they're sending the same beer well, i think most probably do it that keep enough behind they're sending the same beer yeah in certain beer styles it's you may you know like hoppy beers especially probably should consider rebrewing those okay. i'm considering rebrewing two of mine really yeah two of the three that went yeah. i rebrewed all three i did two of them yesterday and one today See, you got now. I, I think that a disclaimer should be made here about the rebrewing. Yeah, you guys are are very good. At, you know your systems very well. You've been brewing on your systems for a long time. Your repeatability is pretty accurate. Yeah. Whereas, let's face it, Chad. Even Chad has been brewing a lot around here. His repeatability is probably not as as good as yours. Right. So. Someone like Chad might want to keep enough behind. And you right. get one good batch, you keep you keep rolling with that one. Right. It does really depend on the style, yeah. too. Yeah. And uh, uh, Mike and I were talking earlier about uh, some beers that are older, they taste stale. But that is very close to what the commercial ones are. Okay. If we get something from England, it's going to be stale. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. You make and so point. if you're, that's your calibration beer, maybe you want to yeah. keep that one. Yeah, the fresh doesn't do that well in those categories. English. Okay, I thought that was a good question. I, I it seems to me that uh, that most brewers are probably doing the we've brewed enough. I'll send that in. Yeah, most styles that's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But then again, you know, to use Chad as another example, like you had said that the one of the 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 notes that you got a lot about the beer you entered was that the hop character had fallen away. Right. Right. Um, so that might have been a beer you know you'd, you'd rebrew absolutely. So because you did so well just a just a few weeks ago, it mm-hmm. wasn't even that long ago, was it? But hoppy beers a few weeks makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My strong dark Belgian, it's yeah. almost three years old. Now. <laughs> it's just coming into its own. I'm not going to rebrew that one. Yeah, that no. one's it does well with age. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah. In fact, somebody asked me, told me on one of my score sheets, uh, maybe you should age this a little more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see you next year. It goes three years. It ought to go four. Yeah. Did you rebrew your fruit beer? Uh, well, I did. It? Yeah, I rebrewed the uh, Dart Munder Export underneath it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> he did. I'm a whore. Come on. <laughs> I love I it because it. it's so funny because Tasty knows he's going to. I think what it is is you're like, all right, listen, if all else fails, my fruit beer's going to Exactly. Advance. It's category 20. <laughs> if I get to category 20 and I haven't got anything yet, I'll be so glad I rebrewed the fruit beer. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I do yeah. the same thing. I do it year after year. I'm a year. whore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got JP on the phone, which doesn't mean we should take that call necessarily. What does he want to talk about? Give us a, Anything? Don't give us a hockey score. Uh, oh, he's gone. There he is. He's I know that voice. 
Oh, this is just, we held him let's, let's just listen for, for a while because it might be JP's best appearance yet. <laughs> All right, good work, buddy. All right, there you go. JP, if you weren't tuned in to begin the show, is home uh, watching the hockey game. He has more important things to do than hang out with you folks, with you listeners. Yeah, even in the archive. <laughs> he's got to, uh, he's got things to do. All right, well, so there's your NHC coverage. Uh, I do want to say congratulations to everybody who uh, did advance to the second round. Um, we're going to be talking to Gary Glass in a couple of weeks, and, and we'll cover uh, a little more about how this competition is run, and we'll start talking about the second round, which, of course, is the big one. It is the largest uh, homebrew competition in the world. And the class of judges for that one is just phenomenal. Yeah, a lot of good judges there. Now, you are going... Now that you have, now that you know, beers have advanced, Doc. No, I already bought my ticket a long time ago. I'm there. Okay. Uh, Tasty and I are, are flying out. We're doing the, the red eye. Yeah. We're uh, got the same row of seats. We're side by side. Probably drink the whole night, huh? Well, we'll drink up until I get on the plane, and then it's like lights up for me. I think. Okay, I'll be up drinking. Have really? Cookies. I, I'll be I'll the. Get you I'm, a cookie. I, I'm that guy in the. Pl- okay. Yeah. I'm that guy in the plane that yeah. uh, everybody else is asleep, and I'm looking You're, out at Baltimore out there or something. Right. Yeah. So what are you guys flying out the Wednesday night? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're on, while we're on the topic, how about a little surprise announcement for you? Uh, looks like the BN is going to be the broadcaster of the National Homebrews Conference. All right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're going to make me work? Well, check it out. <laughs> we've now, uh, we've pretty much nailed down the Triple Crown. We're doing the Oregon Brewers Festival. We're doing the National Homebrews Conference. And uh, we, we are most likely doing the GABF once again. So um, what you're going to get out of us, uh, we're doing some audio help for the American Homebrews Association. We've got to help them out with some things. Um, which I am more than happy to do. I love those guys. And Gary Glass, by the way, is uh, a gentleman and a scholar, just a good dude, so I'm happy to help out. And uh, we're going to be doing some broadcasting from there. If we can work out all of the um, Internet issues, we will be broadcasting the awards ceremony live oh, for those of you who can't make it. Are we going to awesome. be on the, are we, me and you on the red carpet? Uh, like, you know. That is, well... <laughs> I would like it if we could do it that way. <laughs> That'd be great. I don't know that we're going to be able to. What we're going to do is we're going to take a feed from... Uh, we're going to take the entire feed of the award ceremony. So um, this conference is going to sell out. The, the banquet, it is sold the out. The banquet's already sold out. The conference itself, I believe, is not. Um, a lot or, of it is. Is it? Okay. I know you can still get into Pro Brewers Night. Right. Yep. And I believe you can still get into Club Night. Which are Right, because they're just awesome. big halls with a yeah. ton of people to fit. And there's so much beer in there. Now, what it looks like we're going to do is do a live show from Club Night, because that's really the one for us. That's where we you yeah. know, we come into our home. That's our people. That's everyone having a good time. That's you homebrewers out there organizing and just and just putting it out there, having a great time. And we're going to do a live show from the center of the room during Club Night uh, in association with Beer, Beer, and More Beer. They sponsor oh. Club Night. As long as you don't get shanghai again. <laughs> the people who own Club Night, are our people, Doc. Okay, good. More Beer owns Club Night. <laughs> so I don't think we have to worry about being shit. Yeah, they're sponsored. Uh, Club Night. Uh, the only thing we have to worry about is an internet connection. So uh, we're working on that, and we're going to make it happen. Um, so just hang in there. We'll keep you up to date. And then, like I said, as long as that internet connection works out as well, we're going to carry the award ceremony over the web so that those of you who can't make it, but you have gone on to the second round, throw yourselves a uh, awards party. You know, think of it as Oscars night. You can invite <laughs> your friends you, over, uh, turn on the web, and uh, maybe would, get your name announced. That's what I would do. Oh, if, yeah. If I was home and I had something in the second round, a lot of fucking hypotheticals Especially if, here, we're, if we're doing it live, uh, coming out of there. Yeah. Uh, last year, 
we had uh, John P. on the phone. He was in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had the phone out. We're telling him each category that's coming up. Well, now you don't have to do that. You're going to be able to tune in live. Um, so stay tuned for more details. But I am uh, not only excited, but I have to say a little proud of the Brewing Network uh, back at the, uh, at, the, at the NHC this year. So. And the Oregon Brewers Festival in July, and uh, most likely the GABF later in the year. can't remember if it's September or October this year, but I better figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to be there. Uh, it's a long way away. Yeah, so we're going to talk to Gary here on the show in a couple of weeks, and we'll give you more details about our broadcast there. We'll also give you details about how the second round judging goes and uh, things like that. He's also going to come on to talk about new brewing uh, legislation that's been going on. A little something freaky happened here in California. Did you guys see that? Nobody saw it, huh? Well, tell me. Uh, There's a lot of freaky shit goes on here. It it has to do with home winemakers, but it could end up affecting home brewers. And here's the deal. Uh, A a home winemaker from uh, Indiana or Illinois uh, contacted somebody in the state here. They were trying to organize a home winemaking competition. And he wanted to do everything on the up and up, of course. And when he contacted the uh, Alcohol Commission here in the state of California, he was told, that's illegal. And here's what it is. State law makes an exception for home brewers that, of course, you're allowed to brew, and it's under a certain amount. And you're allowed to take the beer off premise for uh, tastings or competitions. So... You brew it at home, you're allowed to send it or take it off premise to do these things. It's actually written in the law. Mm-hmm. But for home winemakers, that exception is not made. All it says is you're allowed to make wine at home, that's it. You're not allowed to share it with anybody, you're not allowed to leave the premise with it, you're not even allowed to enter it into competitions. Well, as we all know, uh, home winemaking competitions have been taking place all over California for years. <laughs> the state fair has one. The state fair has one. <laughs> well, basically, they've just kind of kept a blind eye they just ignored it well this guy from illinois who was trying to just keep things on the up and up calls and make sure he can do it well now it's brought to their attention red flag so now they're kind of saying that the the board is kind of saying well now that it's been brought to our attention we do have to state that this is illegal so there's an amendment being made uh to the bill uh that will add home winemaking is that bill guy Ahead in that? Yeah, this guy is. Uh, he's not. Uh, he's yeah. not ahead of it. A lot of politicians actually. This is where they're actually really going to, text them. to bat for us. Here's the problem, and this is just a rumor. As this new uh, bill is being uh, pushed forward, so that it would it would um, add on winemakers to to what homebrewers allowed to do. There's some wording in there that mm. could change probably could, could change things for homebrewers. Um, Here's what I got. Here's the rumor. It says, I've heard that California State Senator Patricia Wiggins is planning to introduce a bill that would add wine to the provision allowing for competitions. However, the very same proposal supposedly deletes the word tastings from the exemptions listed for what can be done with homemade beer and wine. So, obviously, that could really change things about the um, uh, personal consumption. In other words, it won't change things for competitions, but at your club meetings uh, once a month, Doc, where you guys do tastings, yeah. and, and that's now perfectly legal, if the word tastings is omitted from this California law, that could become an illegal activity here in California. 
So we're going to talk. It's just a rumor right now, but we're going to talk about all these things with Gary Glass in a couple of weeks. That'd be pretty fucked up if that got passed. And uh, we got to say, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I couldn't bring any over here. Could be more fun. I have more fun with the illegal drugs. You would only be yeah. able to leave. I like living on the outside. What we would have to do is have a competition here every Sunday in order for it to be legal. Or you'd have to have a competition every you know, dose meeting. I, I would. In order for it to be legal. We'll, we'll for buy more of those medals that we're talking about. All we got to do is I, taste, I, taste it I, all I'll, night. I'll show up with a bunch of beer and a bunch of medals every place I go. Well, or even all you got to, the way I see it, all you got to do, you go to the meeting, everyone tastes all night. At the end of the night, you go, okay, Who's somebody, the best? somebody raise your hand for the best beer, and uh, that one gets judged the best beer. There you go. It's competition, competition, right? Right, <laughs> or or the competition trying to get to the best beer. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I've been on that competition. Now, of course, I'd rather not uh, see it come to that. Um, it come, but uh, we'll find out what happens. I don't think it will. What do I got, Beavis? Somebody on the phone? It's Bub. All right. Get the timer ready. Oh, and I got someone asking me. I got to detail what I'm doing at the at the OBF. Also, hey, Bub, what's happening, brother? Come on, Bubby. Hey, no, it's my fault. Hey, Bub, you there? Yeah. There you yeah. go. What's going on, man? Uh, you can always do like our homebrew club does as far as the competition. You set a bag out in front of everybody's thing, and you throw a coin in the one you like the best. There you go. That that's, person gets the money. There you go. That's who wins. That's who wins. Um, yeah, so it's real It's real scientific, too. Yeah, that's how we like it around uh-huh. here. All right, what's the word, so, man? Uh, I don't know. I was just kind of calling to be a dipshit. Were you like totally intimidated by Tanya? Because you were like totally all quiet. And, it's a good like, question. Oh, okay. no, I think we're all tired, a little hungover. You know. Are you asking the room or are you asking me personally? Uh, no, pretty much you because you yeah. like totally just jumped out of that interview. You're like, oh, oh okay, uh, it's been exactly 61 minutes. I'm so going to make this the shortest interview ever on the BN. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, the bob timer went off. I, I, yeah, maybe it was like, well, I, I, cer- I, I certainly wasn't intimidated by Tanya, although I do want to be respectful. I, I think here's what I, as far as the content of the interview, I feel like Tanya probably gets a lot of shit, uh, being a female brewer in brewing, and I didn't want to contribute to that. And I also didn't want to make a big deal out of the fact, I did a, I interviewed Melissa from Drake's a while back, a couple years ago. I did it on the FM show. And I could tell that the issue of being a woman in brewing was a little... It was kind of like, you know, why do we even have to talk about that? So for one thing, I just kind of wanted to pass over it and, and do my best. So I wasn't intimidated. I also didn't want, you know, eh, I want to drop a bunch of F-bombs and shit in front of her, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't know. Try to be nice. But yeah, she doesn't I, know I us think, either. I think the shortness but. of the interview, uh, it, it totally, uh, probably my fault, um, just... Uh, we didn't have a lot to, you know, we had enough to talk about for an hour because of her seasonals and how well she's done. But if you don't have a brewer who has, has something, like one specific thing, you know, like someone who's good at barrel aging. Or somebody's, it beca- and, the, you know, no questions coming in from the chat because of that. If it's a general discussion, it just tends to end quicker. And, and it's also, you know, she's a pub brewer. And she doesn't distribute anywhere, so you yeah. almost can't even get it. We can't drink the beer, so. Uh, plus, I probably would have started hitting on her if it went any longer. You know, female <laughs> brewer makes great yeah, beer. I was going to say, dude, <laughs> you don't have to worry about being a dick. She's married. <laughs> I mean, she's seen a dick. Yeah, no. See, that's so. what I mean. I, you know, another few minutes on the phone with Tanya. I thought she was great, cute voice. Uh, yeah, I would have started turning into a big jerk. And like, hey, Tanya, yeah. what's going on in Bend? That's why. That's what I, I kind of got from you because you were like all reserved and held back and all like. Sissified and like, okay, Tanya. All right, I, I'm in love with Tanya. Okay, I'm going to admit it right now. I've uh, decided she's the one for me. I have a man crush on her. 
Do you want to go to GABF together? <laughs> yeah. Would you, Tony, would you do some tastings at GABF with me, please? please? What are you? What's your favorite beer? Mine too. Bring That's mine too. Corsage. Oh, is that my timer or Bub's timer? <laughs> it's mutual. We'll see you next week, uh, next month, uh, Bub. Huh? Yeah, and maybe. Hey, you know what would be really fun? It's not going to happen. I know because, well, f- frankly, you're a douchebag. Yeah. Lipstick. But- we could do well, that too. Yeah, I'll bring the paint. But <laughs> oh, we could have done like, a lunch meet mm. on Friday when I get in. But I know how you are, you know, a girl. And <laughs> Maybe we can do it on what? To, you don't fly in till Friday, right? Do it at the twenty one Friday morning. Yeah. Friday morning. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not going to happen. You won't be up that early anyway, dude. Nine a.m. Oh. You know, if it was Tanya flying in, it would happen. I'd be up. I'd be yeah, like, if it was Tanya flying in, he'd pick her. I like, pick her up in the airport. Back you for the first time this decade. Uh, now the whole is the rumor is going to spread through the brewing industry that uh, I have a big old crush on Tanya. I'm going to send her a oh, sweet email so tomorrow. Funny. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Every time they see me talking to Tanya at an event, they're like, sweet. Tanya and Justin. And <laughs> 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 whatever. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Bub. We'll catch you. Oh, wait. Well, one more question. Uh, I read an email last week about someone wanting you to shave off your uh, mustache at the party and letting us auction it off. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Oh. My okay, now here's the deal. Ew. That's pretty gross. I think that's totally hilarious. I like it, too. <laughs> so what do you think? I kind of have a... A slight man chubby about it. Here's the deal: we can we can cut off half the of mass. Uh huh. We can cut it off, but we, there still has to be something left. Because if I'm barefaced coming in with the wife, I will be divorced. Because she thinks it's something's up. Stated. She no. She heard the whole thing. She said you were not shaving it off. We can we can use the clippers and we can trim it down to normal human stubbly. Why she re- why she really likes it or what? Oh, yeah, she hates it when I'm barefaced. I say he shows too much of his face. You know what? I say man up and go barefaced. Don't be such a pussy. No. No, no, no. Dude. What's it going to take a week? Dude, that's why you're single. (laughs) I've been growing this hideousness for eight, what, uh, six months now? Yeah, but you can get like a reasonable amount back in what, like a week? Uh, We'll we'll, we'll go down to five o'clock shadowish, but I'm not shaving it. Okay. Can we Not shave it in just like stupid gay looking <laughs> things? <laughs> Which is what? <laughs> nor- just shave it into a goatee and I'll look that way? No, I think like, like know, that, that little strip along cell. the jawbone, you know? Yeah. It's really gay. Oh, yeah, like a, like a Backstreet Boy type yeah. of. Uh, yeah. Can we do that to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, whatever it is I, we I do. I plan on, plan on accenting the. the uh, the stash, so I'll probably be shaving most of the stuff around it. You know, it's part of beer Jenga. Whatever it is we do, we're doing it on stage at the at downtown. Gyms. That's cool. No, I'm totally, I'm totally for that, right. and I'm totally for for bestial art. Oh, on okay. Me or others? Great. Um, ass crack art, maybe not. And by others, he meant Bevo. Let's face it. Let's be honest here. Right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. I gotta go. Thanks, Bevo man. Are, uh, right. Yeah. Oh. Later, right, later, Bevo. Oh, yeah. mm. Bye. <laughs> did he oh, did, did he just go mm, arg, mm. Arg. I gotta take a leak hey Bebo mm, <laughs> hey Grod Rico, no underwear. we got Grod from Australia on the line here what's happening brother Whoa! you just threw up in your mouth from down under that's gross hey what do you got a holiday there chunks come up with that it's fucking Skype shit <laughs> you what I'll tell you what hey, did Boop say dick 
Did he say dick? I think I think Boob said dick. I think he did. <laughs> he probably did. He said dick. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. I think that the only thing that's funny about that joke is Bevo doing that noise afterward. <laughs> that joke is so not funny, and so she goes. <laughs> so we're not allowed to do it unless Bevo's in the room. Uh, Grod, can you hear me? Yeah, this show's really gone downhill. I mean, I remember the days when um, Boob used to call him from the can, and now he's he's so sensible and, and nice. He just sits there in his lounge chair and <laughs> and suit on, just calls in. I agree with you. What happened there? He was very even. Like we, even though we did the bub timer, he didn't even say anything you know, offensive. To, he calls in just to tell us how uncouth we are. Yeah, yeah. Called in to call out my crush on Tanya. Give him like uh, she's bloody ridiculous. It is ridiculous. You're right. You're right. I gotta take charge Looking around like, here. I gotta go. Um, you're holding me up here. All right, we'll catch uh, you later. I another beer, and I, I need to. I'm like, crap. So I'll see you later. Later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and now I got JP on the phone. I really gotta go take a leak. I gotta take a break. Take a leak. We're gonna come back and do a listener tasting. Is that what we're doing, chat? Yes. You got a tasting lined up for us? Yes, sir. Is it gonna be cold? Uh, yes. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, Jip. What do you got, man? Um, I don't know. Chad sent me a text message telling me to call in. Oh. I did? That was from yeah. last week. <laughs> it's a week old. Yeah. That was from Sasquatch last week. <laughs> That's how horrible Chad is. That he how are your sharks doing? Properly. They're losing right now, Chad. Thanks. How are your cats? How are those warts doing, Chad? Oh. When you talk personal things. Oh. Did you go to Planned Parenthood like I told you to yet, Chad, and no. get yourself tested? Yes. No, you didn't. <laughs> Clean bill of health. You didn't get tested. Chad's idea of Planned Parenthood is buying two beers in advance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the call, JP. It's true. Yeah, hey, anytime I can help, man. All right, later. That was All a right. waste of time. Yeah. This whole show. Man, he's really into his game. Waste of bad man. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, more from Chat, and we'll do a listener tasting. Who's Who are we tasting? Do you know yet? Uh, No. Who are we tasting? Figure out when we get back. Hang in there. It's the session. We're almost done, so stick around for a few. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. What have you gotten out of a vial of White Labs yeast? WLP 001, Cal Ale, baby. 23, Burton Ale. 008, East Coast Ale. Cal Common, WLP 810. It's going to be WLP 400 with beer. I got a sweet hoodie for my vial. Huh? White Labs, your source for great brewer's yeast, would like to invite all homebrewers to join the White Labs Customer Club. Redeem your empty vials for great White Labs merchandise and products. Free yeast, glassware, t-shirts, baseball caps, sweatshirts, polo shirts, and you won't believe what you'll get for 5,000 vials. Members also receive a newsletter packed with White Labs updates and facts, interviews with professional brewers, brew-your-own-clone recipes, beercook.com recipes, and customer club stories. The White Labs Customer Club. Save your vials and get in the club. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Sitting at a bar on the inside, waiting for a ride on the outside. She broke my heart in the trailer park. So I checked the keys to our ugly car and crashed that piece of junk and then stepped away. 
bartender I really did it this time Broke my parole to have a good time When I got home it was 6 a.m. The door was locked so I kicked it in She was tripping on the bills I think she was high on some pills She threw my shit out into the yard Then she called me a bum and slapped me real hard And in my drunken stupor I did what I should have never done Now I'm sitting here talking to you Drunk and on the run Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Six years ago, Nico Freccia and I opened the 21st Amendment on 2nd Street with the intent of bringing back the local neighborhood brew pub. Well, the neighborhood has really changed over the years, but the 21st Amendment still remains a great place for people to meet over a terrific meal and a tasty pint of beer. In the past, the only way you could enjoy the 21st Amendment's handcrafted beers was at the brew pub. 
Well, all that has changed. Now, the 21st Amendment beers are available in cans. That's right, cans. When was the last time you had a great beer in a can? Well, that day has come. We're offering our world-famous watermelon wheat and 21A IPA in cans. Cans are a better package than glass because cans keep the beer fresher, longer, but you can also take cans to places where bottles can't go, like the beach, lake, golf courses, and sporting events. So join us in the revolution to take back the can from the big breweries and crack open a cold 21A craft beer in a can. The 21st Amendment, 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants. Mix me your 100-grain amber recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Alright, let's get back to work here. Couple things left to do. Bevo's playing solitaire, so apparently the chat room's not uh, too exciting for the B. Free cell tonight. Oh, free cell. I see. Get it right. I'm gonna take all the entertainment programs off of that computer <laughs> so you can focus. Focus. Bevo drunk dialed me last night. I was surprised you didn't have it ready to. I just bust my, me out. you know, I just got behind today. I'd spent so long putting together our feedback montage because it's such a long one that I ended up not having a chance to. Then I had to fix Skype so we could do the interview today. Uh, I didn't have a chance to put it on. What was better than my drunk dial though is you were sending booby pics to JP. <laughs> not, na- not naked. No, but there I had was a shirt on. A, there was an awful lot of cleavage showing. I mean, it was it was close to like the Janet Jackson, oh, uh, Rolling Stone oh. cover from a few years oh, back, where nice. like someone just with hands over her boobs. Oh. I don't know whose hands they were. They weren't Sam's. They I were recognize mine. Sam's hands. Uh, I don't know who you guys. Sam were, hands. <laughs> I don't know who you guys were hanging out with. I don't know what Sam thinks about that. You. Uh, Those were my hands. Oh. Sure, it was. Did you, you know she was sending booby pictures to people, Sam? Uh, right, Sam didn't even know. No, Sam didn't know. <laughs> he knows now. <laughs> Sam only gets booby pictures. He doesn't send them. <laughs> Sam's probably pissed because he didn't get any booby pictures. You know. Oh, well. i got to give a shout-out to McGruffis. We've been uh, drinking the beer uh, from Highland Brewing Company they sent us. Ah. McGruffis is a good dude. Actually, while we're doing shout-outs to McGruffis... Hey. He was real cool to me at uh, the Craft Brewers Conference, too, because uh, he's a distributor, so he knows a, a lot of different brewers, and uh, anytime I hadn't met somebody, if, if, if he knew him and he was around, he'd go, hey, you know, he'd, he'd introduce us. He'd introduce me, the, the Brewing Network, to uh, whoever the brewers were for uh, potential future guests. So, good on him. Good dude. And and then he sent us beer, so you can't really so, go. Yeah. He's kind of a favorite now. <laughs> he wouldn't find just bringing us beer, but yeah. you know it's good. He could call uh, Bevo a bitch in the chat room. We wouldn't even uh, yell at him about it. Now he's kind of he can do whatever he wants. So there you go. You got one one uh, get out of jail free card. Yeah, you get one <laughs> if you want to. You want to use use it wisely. There you go. You know you, you only get one. All right, we're gonna do a tasting here, uh, real quick. While we're setting that up, um, I got one of Chad's score sheets in front of me. 
from the uh, be good for a few that he got back from the first round. Could be a little brutal. This was for his Brown. His overall score on this was a thirty-six. Go easy on it. So let's read. Can we say the judge's name? No, <laughs> just kidding. No. How judges. about the judge's ranking? All right, you can, say, you can say the judge's ranking. Where does it say that? Up in the top right corner, top left corner. Mm. It says judging little box they check. I see it, but I don't see a rank in it. Oh, then they didn't check it. Oh, here we go. I got you. Uh, uh, apprentice. Okay. This the first one. There's there's two score sheets for this particular beer here. The apprentice gave him a thirty-eight. Under aroma, it says smells like pee. <laughs> Would you brew this with Schumann? That's what it says. It smells like horse piss. <laughs> it's, it smells kind of like if I had met Sasquatch. It smells like what Sasquatch would smell like. From a block away. How'd you feel about that comment? That must have not have been very yeah, nice Yeah, low blow. Low blow. <laughs> must be from local yeast. Damn apprentice. <laughs> no, nah, it says... Uh, the aroma was roasted malt. Mm-hmm. But you got 9 out of 12 points for aroma. That's good. That's a good score, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, for appearance, only 3 points in appearance. This is, uh, this is one of those things where you either like totally botched it or you, you generally get right. 3 points, right? And you got all 3. Good color and clean was your comment for that one. That's what they say about Chad a lot. Yeah. Ooh, good color good and he's clean. Is clean. I don't, we don't know yet. He hasn't gone and gotten tested. Oh, that's true. How clean. Uh, flavor. I can't really read what this is. Is it flavor? 15 out of 20? Did you look at this? Uh, I can't read the scratches. Good bitter aftertaste. This is for your brown that you won the gold with, right? Mm-hmm. In the other competition. Mm-hmm. Nice roasted malt and some other malt. Um, low hop flavors, mm-hmm. which is what you were saying was a lot of the comments. Exactly, huh? yeah. And this one, now this is Tasty's recipe for a brown ale, so it's a yeah. hoppy brown ale, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it? it's big and hoppy. So to, it really must have <laughs> dropped off for you to be getting low hop. Uh, it did, yeah. You know. And or it could have been last in the uh, flight and yeah. the, their palate fatigued. Mm, that's true. That's a, it, it, it could be a combination of any of this. So Yeah, the way it's, yeah, the way we judge this, at least in the West, which would include Chad's beer, of course, is that uh, the judges uh, first had a few uh, American ales. Then they had a few amber ales, and then they had a few American browns. So it wasn't like a pair of judges just judged uh, American ales. They went up the line good through the styles. Mm-hmm. Saw as many best of show, of course. Must have been. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> You might have been. I don't know. I, I, no. There's nothing many about you. <laughs> he just what did you, what did actually, you, you, you know, a fat I thought load, the beer to guard. I thought the beer to guard might have a chance. Well, that scored well, too, didn't it? 33 and a half. Well, that's a good yeah, score. Yeah. How did uh, the American Brown score at the World Cup where you did place first? 41. Oh, wow. Well, that's a difference. It was high, yeah. Huh. Well, they liked that beer. Yeah. Well, more hops, too. I mean, aroma and all that. Well, yeah. They're fresh. fresh. Yeah, it was on its peak, right. You've How old was the beer then? About six weeks? Yeah. Okay, that, the, yeah, it's been probably... Yeah. yeah couple months right. at least so if, if you had you know like just like my, my ipas advancing i had to rebrew that beer because it was you know it's gonna be judged about six weeks from now or five weeks from now so. mm. now when does uh the second round have to be in by uh i should mention that uh it's been by i think uh either june 6th or 11th it might be 11th i've seen two different I, I looked on the website i couldn't find it i think it's 6th or 11th it's that far ahead and it won't be judged till the 19th, so if you're thinking about where you're sitting now and your beer's advancing, you could have a pretty mature beer by then if you brewed it either this weekend or you know, yeah, coming. Yeah, I'm thinking weekend. about 
pretty soon, like yeah. Monday or so. Maybe do a double. You can do brew. it sooner, but uh, yeah. no, I can't. I got to work. I mean, if you, you know, but it's, you really got to do it pretty quick for most yeah. beers to get yep. settled down. All right, for mouth feel, you got a four out of five. Good pretty mouth good. feel. It's good for style. Ooh. Yeah. And 7 out of 10 for your overall impression. Very good beer. The brown ale aroma flavor comes through very well. Hot flavor was low, but good for the style, they still said. Uh, And the aftertaste was uh, kind of between the malts and hops uh, was nice. They said, I guess, a good balance. So they gave you a good job. This, the apprentice uh, judge gave you a 38 out of 50 is the best possible score. So 38 is not too bad. No, 38 is not now this pretty nice actually, and here you have a recognized uh, BJCP judge who brought their own. Uh, a lot of them have that, it, yeah. like stick on label, sure. so they don't have to fill it out on the sheet. They just stick a label on there. Yeah, that's pretty nerdy, if you ask me. But that's no, a lot of that. Saves I you some writing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, if you're a BJCP uh, judge, I think that's available to you on their website. You can download those or something and you get a free badge i think too oh badges we don't need those Stick name on badges. <laughs> this person gave you eight Pretty out cool. of 12 for aroma two out of three for appearance and i think it was let's see a tan head that quickly fades uh, but does leave lacing around the rim kind of like your sex life <laughs> you're gonna get that tested that's gonna get tested around the rim <laughs> uh some Haze in in the dark brown color, so I guess the beer was a little hazy. It's a homebrew. Yeah. It's also hoppy. So flavor fourteen out of twenty. Is that a good score for the flavor? Sure. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. That's a good score. You were hesitating there. Well, no, I mean, uh, can do the math. Fourteen's okay. Yeah, well, something you know, if it was like uh, sixteen, he'd have got a thirty. I don't know, he probably would have gone into the mini best of show round. Ah, okay. So two points makes a difference. I mean, fourteen is a good score, but especially with a 16, lot of beers, 17. a lot yeah. of beers in the category too. Three out of five and mouthfeel overall impression seven out of ten. This judge gave you a thirty-four, so they averaged out your uh, total score to thirty-six, or <coughs> some might say, better luck next time. Yes. <laughs> well, How many did you enter? You know, uh, five. Oh, you I did? think five, five. Yeah, I think that's five. right. Okay. Um, you know, I just wanted to get the feedback, so this is great. You know, yeah. a number, you know, for the beer that I brewed, that's all I can ask. Good. Yeah, and that really you is, know? that's what you got to take away from it. And Well, all I'm doing is sharing with friends right now, so I mean, it's, it's good to get feedback. Yeah. Well, even Tanya was, uh, you know, my, uh, uh, I wish she was my girlfriend, uh, was <laughs> saying uh, that she really learns from this stuff, too. And she went, you know, took uh, back from the GABF and changed things around for the World Beer Cup and, and ended up obviously doing very well. Yeah. So you could do the same with these kind of comments for next year. I think next year is Shat's year. And I mean, and, and, and here's how I was looking at it. He's actually only been brewing intensely for a short period of time, but he's really going for it. <laughs> so imagine now, a, a, a year from now, there's going to be a lot of batches under his belt, a lot of improvements made. He's already improved, I think, tremendously from the first couple batches you made on our system back there. Mm-hmm. I think you could do very well next year, Shad, if you yeah. keep it up. Yeah. Shad brewed three this weekend. I'm game. Three beers this weekend. One Friday, right? Mm-hmm. One Saturday, one today. Yep. One no, it, two Saturday. Oh, two. Yeah, you double batch. Usually Friday night, though. But we went out. You probably won't be Karaoke. surprised to hear that uh, Tasty also did three batches this weekend because <laughs> the two are joined at the hip. Yeah. And some... same beers too. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we also did the same beers. Ah. Uh, okay. Same water. 
<laughs> we held hands. All right, whose beer are we tasting here? Who's, who's uh, our listener? You know what? Um, I don't. I know. lost the sheet on it, but it's a uh, Le Esperi del Noel. So it's a Noel. It's a wit. It's kind of tasty. Like it has a label on it. Is there a na- uh, like a name of the beer that, that just just so so uh, Barry de Noel is the name of yes. the beer? If you're the listener, if you that's You'll your beer, that. call in. You know. Well, lucky I think for, it's an old one. Lucky for Chad, it has a name on there. So, listener, you it's, probably know what it is. Otherwise, I'd be I'd be cutting off his head right now. It's and, a really old one. Yeah. So it's been around a while and it, it's tasty. It's, it's held up really well. It's very tasty. Yeah, actually, really held up really well. It's really light in color. It's very almost looks like a cider, you know, very light. And, and that ends your judging pros. That's all I got right there. It looks give him like three out of three. I give him three out of three. What else you guys think about it, Doc? What are you picking up in this beer? A uh, nice coriander. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, it's um, the coriander gives it that some bitterness to it, and it's it's also sweet, so it's a nice balance on both the, both ends. Yeah, I, I think it might be just I don't know, a tad too sweet. I don't know. Seems like if I had more of the, um, you know, more uh, banana clove instead of the coriander flavor, it would uh, yeah. offset that sweetness. Well, it's bit. it's bordering. If it's supposed to be a wit, it's really bordering on a half a bison. Yeah, but I still like it. Uh, it's it's a good beer all the way around. Uh, whether it's in style, probably off the mark a little bit. But even like you said, if it's this old, it's it's still a really nice. Oh, beer. it's tasting great. Yeah. Mm, it's great. Very I tasty. drink a lot of this one. I could too. How old so are we're we pounding this uh, 750 milliliter you sent. Yeah. How old are we saying it is, Chad? Mm. I've seen it here for like months. Oh. So it's... At least we yeah. saved it. Can I have some more? Good job. Oh, yeah. Nah, there you go. There's your final judgment right there. Doc wants some more. Oh, yeah, so definitely. That's great. You've done a nice job. Somehow, I think that was one of the original beers like when we first had like so it's been around to us. Mm. So it just kind of got lost in the mix in the back of the fridge. It's been it's, here longer than you've been brewing. It's fucking awesome. Okay. It's great. Held up nicely. Yeah. And we've kept it cold the whole time, which is uh, a good mm. thing. And actually, when I get to, uh, now I got the bottom of the bottle here. Yeah. Now it looks like a wit. It's uh, got the cloudiness. Should have maybe turned it upside down before we poured it, huh? Well, it's so nice, whole nice thing having it both ways. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> the hell? Beaver, what happened in the in the forum over there? You had to kick somebody out uh, again? Were they calling you names? No, 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 no. They, he's... It was that William guy. William? Whatever. I don't know how you say it. Drunk he was and just stupid. Being ridiculous, yeah. And I, I warned him via PM. Uh huh. Twice. Was he the beer quite like? I don't know what he wasn't asking like serious questions. He was just. It was like half the time he would talk, he would type normally, and then the other half it was very broken English. So I don't know if he was just joking around. He's pretty hammered. Could be foreign. I don't. He could be foreign, but he had perfect English some of the time, and then oh. really bad English he, the other time. He could be a savant. So he too. could just be being a jerk, but. Either way, I PM'd him, told him to stop twice. Yeah. The second time, he PM'd me back, and it was not appropriate, and I was like, you're done. Unbelievable. I'm not what even going to cry. You're just out. I'm not even going to cry. You're just done. <laughs> the ball buster now. In the, <laughs> be, be aware of that. I'm glad you're doing that, but I do have to say, in the history of the program, and we're coming up on our third anniversary... We've never had to ban so many people. What kind of dicks are uh, getting into that chat room nowadays? And know. by the way, uh, those of you who are regulars, it's your chat room, isn't it? No, like, Bub was you, helping uh, me. Bub was like, it's time. <laughs> you know, what, you guys, uh, what are you doing? It does have to be an accommodating place for everybody and for newcomers alike. So, um, I don't know. If you want to be a, a 
If you want to be a dick, go somewhere else. There's plenty of other programs you can listen to and <laughs> they, go hang out with. You know dicks. what I mean? You don't have to stick with ours. So, uh, I'm just saying. Public television. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> NPR. Public know. television? NPR kind of television. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Ban them. Go ahead. Ban them all! Know, whereas I used to say, uh, you know, we ought to refrain... F it. If that's the kind of stuff that's going to happen, kick them out. I don't care. Ban them long, ban them hard. Yeah. Kick them out. Got to make it a nice place. What if uh, What if my girl Tanya wants to come hang you out? You know in what? We don't want to scare and, her uh, off. You know? It's true. <laughs> make it uh, accommodating for everybody. And he was saying inappropriate things about other people's lives. Like, he was just inappropriate. Oh, my. Oh, you know, he, he went uh, Only The I'm Brewer's Code do does not allow for no. bashing yeah. wives. No. Absolutely not. I mean, I'm kind of allowed to make a couple comments about Doc's wife, but that's different. But they're good comments. <laughs> yeah. It's never true. Oh, they're good. It's because I'm also in love with Doc's wife. <laughs> and that's fair. Yeah. Turns out I'm in See, love with everybody. She can be your girlfriend, too. <laughs> yeah. Boy, oh, boy. What's going on around here? You're horny fuck. I think somebody roofied me. <laughs> Shat's starting to look good over there. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Not His score sheet went too low. He, he, no, no. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, tell me what you brewed uh, this weekend real quick, Shat. People might want to know. We did a Vienna Lager, uh, Meriton, October Good choice Fest. on the Vienna Lager. <clears throat> First time ever, so same on the Meriton. That is one of my favorite and extremely underdone styles of yep. beers. Good choice. All right, what else? If you want one, that's a Dos Equis. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, really? The Dos Equis Dark. Yep. The Amber. And that's a nice beer. Mm. I like the Dos Equis. Drink a lot of that. We get it fresh uh, here. Oh, yeah. So fresh. Right across the board. Yep. So, Meriton. Okay. And a Wit. And a Wit. So, Doc, I have a question. Uh, okay. You know, just to kind of cap the night here. So, I added half the amount of citrus that I should have. Because yeah. I didn't have enough. So, <laughs> coriander, I mean, was fine. I had plenty okay. of that. Um What's going to happen? I mean, what? When did you add it? Right at the end? Five minutes left. Yeah, in the boil. It probably won't be as pronounced as you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, test it at the end. Uh, you're right. It's probably not going to be as pronounced. Uh, it mostly comes off in the, in the smell, which is a lot of the flavor, too. Um, if you can get some extract that's uh, uh, orange extract, put just a little bit in there, and it really brings out the nose of the whole thing. It doesn't add too much to the flavor, but it really brings it out in the nose. So you can you can add it back a little bit so you're not dead there. So the recipe called for chamomile. Yeah. And uh, we have this lemon tree out back, and we actually were thinking about tossing some of those flowers in there. I mean, they smelled great. I mean, chamomile. chamomile. Well, what, I mean... Chamomile gives more of a bubblegum kind of flavor to herbal, it. Herbal, yeah. It's, it's got a whole different flavor, and when you put... You can put a lot, you can put a little in there, but it, when it comes across as a taste, everybody knows that taste, but they can't tell you what it is. Mm. It's great. So can, go, you, what, what is that? can you put, like, the chamomile tea bags yes, in there? Yes, look on the, uh, the ingredients, as long, and usually it's all chamomile in there, and you can put it in there. Okay. Uh, there's a place that uh, Peter Hoey told me about in uh, Berkeley, and you can get it in the bulk form. There's a... a What's the place? Lhasa, Lhasa Karnak. Mm. In, uh, and they do mail order, too. Ah, I remember that. And uh, you can get all kinds of herbs and things out of there. And dried flowers, right? I mean, that's what you want to use. Yeah. Like, what's... I mean, if I already use those wet flowers off the tree, just more veggie? I mean, what... what? You, well, no, you don't want to add more because there's a lot, a lot of weight with water well, okay. in it. I wash them first. Okay. Especially in our backyard. <laughs> the tree has refinery all over it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> cancer in your beer. But, uh, you know, it might be a, a good starting beer 
and oh, I want a little more of this or I want a little less of that. Uh, with the coriander, you can w- overdo it really easily. Right. And that will come across as a citrus nose. It will also come across as a kind of a weird bitterness. Mm. So if, if Peppery the, or? Uh, it's, it's more of a kind of a, a on-your-tongue harsh bitterness mm. if, you, if you put too much in there. Uh, you put just enough in there. Depends on how you you, you crack it. You can just barely crack it open. Um, I use a uh, coffee grinder, grind them up. That's why I put a lot less. Wow! In so there. that's yeah, pretty concentrated. Yeah. So we just cracked them. Like I basically put it in a ziploc, rolled the bottle over it. So yeah. I just cracked them. Yeah. You exactly. know, like a couple them. times. Mm-hmm. Not smash. And there's them, actually different just... kinds of coriander too. Okay. Uh, These were the seeds. So yeah. Well, there's the kind you can get. Normally in the grocery store, and then there's Indian coriander. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to get them at an Indian market. Usually they're bigger and they taste a little bit better. I had one listener send them to me, which mm-hmm. is nice. Still so, working off of that pile. So from B three would just yeah, what would they be? I mean, that's the standard ones. Okay, uh, but in Concord, I think there's an Indian market you can go to and get Indian coriander. They're a little bit bigger, a little bit plumper, and they have a different taste to them. Hmm. She kind of likes them big and plump. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hairy. And hairy. Oh. And stinky. Oh. Your big feet. Oh, man. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. Just get away from me, psycho bitch. Get Seen her lately? Have not. No text messages? No, nothing. Tube of chaps or uh, lipstick and uh, sunglasses. Remnants of her. That's it. Oh. In the room. <laughs> you say, uh, you know, go to bed and smell those, and then <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Sasquatch. Uh, question from the chat: Can anyone enter the Southern California Homebrew Competition? I might bring my entry over with me from Australia. Yes, absolutely. Anybody can enter the 21st annual Southern California Regional Homebrew uh, Championship. Um, it, you just go to hopheads.com and you'll get all the information. And if you're coming over from Australia and you just want to bring it, then you got two drop-off points here in California. If you're in Northern California, you go to More Beer Concord. If you're in Southern California, you go to More Beer Riverside. Uh, or you'll get the address there on the on the website, hopheads.com to send. Uh, so bring it, dude. Anybody can enter, and I really want to see you guys enter too uh we could we could really take this competition by storm i'd love to see a bunch of bn winners there especially since they're doing it um you know just after our anniversary party then that'd be great to hear a bunch of good names there so doing it that would be fantastic all right real quick uh, tasty what'd you brew this weekend let's see i brewed a american pale ale and a uh, ipa and a dortmunder export excellent ah the dortmund did your dortmunder advance it did with uh Fruit in there. 18 drops of peach extract in it, yes. Ah. <laughs> but not. A, but you entered it as a regular Dortmunder, too. Yes. And it did not advance. No. See, mine had 13 drops of apricot extract in it. <laughs> it didn't advance. See, that is disappointing because I had yours and I had ours, oh, of the, course. The Dortmunder? The Dortmunder. And they were both, you know, yours was really, really good, too. That's too yeah, bad. Yeah. There must have been no, some I, the amazing Dortmunder. was better. I mean, I, if, yeah. It's it's just frustrating. Did you taste the winning Dortmunders? No, I don't get to taste the beers there. No, no. Although, although they didn't have to be a Dortmunder to win, did they? What's the category oh, that well, that goes? Lagers, Hellas, and they could have been. I see. Okay, yeah. there's five. Different and Bopils is a really big category right. too. Right. Better been some good loggers in there. I'll tell oh, you yeah. that. I'm sure there were. How many beers did you enter, Doc? Fifteen. Did you? Yeah, and they were all pretty much straight across the board. I didn't cross over style lines. 
Is that a lot? Does anybody enter more than fifteen beers? Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah uh, what do we have for dose? How many how many dose entries do we have? We had like uh, three hundred and seventy or so. From your club? Yeah. yeah. Holy shnikes. That's a lot of entries, I, isn't it? I, I push real hard to get it going. Good. There were uh, 664 total in the West, and Doe's had like 380 or something. 58%. All right, Doe's. 58%. What do you think? It could be your year, a club That's of the what year? I'm hoping. That's why I'm going to oh, the, wow, that wow. place called Cincinnati. Yeah, Doe scored like 42 medals in the first round. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What's up, Beavis? I have Brew Tattoo on the phone. He wants to know more about your schedule for um, the Oregon thing. Uh, Chat is in charge of our Oregon schedule. Hey, Brew Tattoo, what's happening, man? Hey there. I, you, I'm just wondering what you're... You've you started to say it a couple of times, is what your schedule's going to be at the Oregon Brew Festival, and he never quite finished it. I know, I'm sorry. I'm really... i gotta, I got to apologize to everybody. He really, really doesn't know. Well, I, I'm really scatterbrained today. i got to be honest. I even had to kick Schumann hey. out of the studio during my interview, because he, he was distracting me, and I, I was trying to focus. I, my apologies to everybody. I am scatterbrained today. Um... All right, here's what's happening. I'll give you a little bit of info. I've put uh, Chad is really in charge of our OBF appearance because he has spoken oh, with the shit. organizer. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You and me both. It's even worse. Don't worry. Um, we will get on a plane. Could be good. What I do know is bad. this uh, we're getting there on Wednesday. Mm hmm. Um, and okay. we've we've got some events to do. the The organizers are are giving us all sorts of events that they want us to cover, which is great for content. Really, I mean, they want us to be at the uh, Brewers' dinner, which I think is that's what's happening Wednesday night. And then um, they want us to kind of even march in the parade on Thursday. That wow. that, right. that yeah. brings all of the beer and, and kind of opens it up down uh, uh, to the waterfront. Well, you haven't been at a parade uh, since the Gay Pride Parade. Yeah, that was years ago, <laughs> and uh, I don't like to talk about it. I'm still a but little. You're still uh, proud. <laughs> yeah, I'm still proud. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, and there's a whole like list of things going on that they want us to record. Everything else is going to be just us, um, you know. Trying to find the good beer stuff. Are you going to be there? <laughs> the usual thing. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Okay. You going to be like Hugh Hauser? Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, we also I'm don't be representing. Good. That's what I like to hear. I want to see a bunch of BN Army shirts out there too. You got it. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to order some more because I only have one. Oh. And, you know, I'm going to be there for like three or four days, and I can't wear the same shirt. Yeah. No, no stinky shirts. Especially because it gets real hot up there. And you probably you know, spill beer on yourself. July in Portland. It's never hot in Portland. Yeah. <laughs> right. It will be when you're there. The, the, one of the times I was in Portland, it was 96 degrees. Yeah, but, oh, but it's a cool 96. <laughs> it's yeah. humid. No humidity. Yeah, uh, it's nice. Well, here, it, it, if listen, if so all else fails, our booth will be set up at the festival Friday and Saturday. Okay. So I don't, I don't think we have a booth on Thursday. Although I could be wrong, we might be there the whole time. What I know is confirmed is that we are set up there and broadcasting and hanging out for the whole thing Friday and Saturday. So just look um, for Vinny. Yeah, you'll find us there. He'll be hanging out. So. Opening ceremonies are on the twenty uh, fourth, though. What is that? Thursday. Thursday. That's yep. Thursday. Okay. Yep. Right. Cool. I know I'm going to be there all day Friday, but Saturday is kind of iffy. But I'll definitely hook up with you. Great. And uh, while, uh, what, are there any other side events like in the evenings that you're going to plan? Not that Horse we. Brass. You know, there's like a rock bottom party. There's an Oregon Brewers dinner. Um, the brunch. Not I mean, not not that we know, of, but there's plenty going on. If I have anything to say about it, we will be at the Horse Brass. But yeah. oh yeah. 
Because uh, it's a great, 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 great bar. Did I say great? It's a great bar. There's so many places to see. We went last year. It was great. Yeah. It's so a, it's, it's the best bar that didn't make the uh, best bar. real beer or whatever list of top places to drink before you die. I agree with you 100%. And there's a bottle store right down the street. I can't think of the name of it, but it's yep. outstanding. It's I mean, right you there. grab a bottle and drink yeah. right there. and Yeah. Actually, they moved. They used to be right next door. Now they're like a block up or something. Yeah, real close. Yeah, that's great. Uh, here's, but anyway. Here's what I would suggest both to you and to all of our listeners who are going to be at the festival is just come over to the booth on Friday uh, and, and talk to us. And if we can arrange you know, a meeting time at one of these great places, I'm more than happy to do it. So, But the best thing to do really is just to talk to us while we're there because it's hard to... It, it, basically, if, if, if the organizers of the event tell me I need to be somewhere to do some broadcasting, then, then that's where i got to be. But we'll know... Because you're their butt boy, right? I'm their, I'm their bitch, <laughs> man. That's the way these you everyone everyone thinks it's all prestigious. Really, I'm just gotta pay there. the dues. I'm their bitch. Uh, if Art says be here, you're there. I'm there. Whatever Art tells me to do, that's what I'm doing, and uh, I'm happy to do it. And uh, hopefully, I don't have to swallow. So, uh, <laughs> right. but yeah, meet us at the booth on like Friday, and we'll figure something out, man. I'll be at the booth. Cool. Hey, while I'm on the phone, yeah, I might as well be drunk of the week. Mm. I don't know. You, uh, you had a bunch of clear and concise can, can questions. Can you talk in an yeah, English should, accent? Yeah. If you're drunk of the week, we're like all dr- better drunk than that. If, if, <laughs> no. If if I cannot talk, then I am comatose. I see. I've had a 750 of Avery's Reverend. Mm. Ooh. A 750 of Signature Ale from, what the hell is that? The Port Brewing and the Proof Brewery. Okay. I have a 750 of Peniel... Uh, Oak Age Sour. I've had a 750 of Lost <laughs> Abbey Carnival. I've pro. had a 750 of Three Months. I've had a regular size Delirium Tremens, a regular size oh Ballast Point Big Eye India Pale Ale, and I've had three Dogfish Head 60 Minute IP Ales and one <laughs> Flying Dog uh, IPA, whatever. What are you drinking with the family? Okay, I have. What is your? How big is your liver? I have. uh, I have one thing to say to you. I have one response to that list of of beers that you've given us. Okay, and I want you to pay attention. I want you to listen carefully. I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it could just still count them all. (laughs) Good lord, you are. That's why I lined them up in front of me because last time I called in. For Drunk of the Week, Jay asked me what I drank, and I had to root through the trash. I never could find them all. I thought you were actually rooting through the trash now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, well. That's what they call the bottle in front of me. I guess we'll. That's right. I was going to give the Englishman like honorary drunk of the week, uh, uh, just based on Bevo's attraction. Yet. Don't oh, get away yet. Are there more? There's another call that's going to come right in. All right, all right. Uh, you, don't don't talk about blobber, blopper, whatever. No, 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 no. It's not. All right, we're getting another one. Brew tattoo. You are most definitely in the running. So hang in there. That's an impressive list. <laughs> you have to be lucid to be drunk of the week. Yeah. Oh, or hurl. All right, brother. Or Thanks, hurl. man. <laughs> Later. All right. Okay, the next call should come in very shortly. Is he in the chat room telling you that he's already right? Re- is it JP? Oh, you'll be surprised. <laughs> really? At who it is? Yeah. Does he have breasts? No. He does. <laughs> Good. It must be JP. <laughs> or it could be Bub. All right, let's do this, this quick, handy. too. I gotta, we're, we're getting out of here. In the meantime... Oh. Oh, Tasty Crack Can. Tasty. I was going to close with it. Can. Can. Can.
I just wanted to hear it. Well, I'm high. I'm high. I'm high. I'm high. It's for you, Sully. You want a little life in the show, Sully? Here it is. Yeah. All Sully to provide. It makes me want to move. Wow. Oh, speaking of Sully. Cans. I think Stephanie is our next contestant for Drunk of the Week. Hey, I haven't on the heard phone. from her for a while. Stephanie, nice. is that you, my dear? Wow. It's me. Wow. Are you calling in for Drunk of the Week? I am. And all I have to say is that if that guy drank that much, he'd be dead. <laughs> oh, so you you call you call no bullshit. You can't believe it. I drank a bottle it. of this, and I drank a bottle of that, and one of yeah. that. No way. They're, they're all, all 750. And they're all 750 big bottles. Yeah, I don't believe him. Wow, okay. Bunch of shit. Too much. Yeah, yeah. Calling him out. Well, what have you been drinking? Well, Sully put together a feast tonight. He made the most incredible dinner. And so we've had a couple of bottles of wine, and we opened up the bottle of absinthe. Oh, nice! You guys so are had a little bit, and you know what? It's because of the kids at my school. They're driving me to drink, and their parents. <laughs> oh my god! Come on, meaning your kids, Doc? Yeah, I know. Same school. Yeah, and their parents. You said it. Uh, I told her about the parents when she got the job there. I told her. I warned her about I, the parents. All I have to say is. We're planning this overnight for my fourth grade students, and it's great. There's 54 kids. I'm totally pumped about it. We take them to uh, Gold Country, and they ride covered wagons, and they get held up at gunpoint, and they go gold panning, and it's a total cool. great trip. That sounds great. They're going to see the right? dentist's office. Taking them to Richmond? <laughs> <laughs> no. Good one, Chef. But I had, I had 44 parents sign up to come with my 50 kids. <laughs> oh, my God. So I now have to go back and plan an overnight for the adults. Uh. Yeah. Well, so that's, really that is touted as one of the best overnights with the kids is that one. Tell them the all can go, okay. Stephanie. Come on. I, I can't. We, you can't? Well, it's a long story. And we all right. They all have to go. I'm okay. I'm pissed about it because I want to hang out with my kids. It'd be fun. We're going camping. Well, they'll be with their parents, babe. going camping with like 50 adults. Yeah, they're going to be with their parents. Just have a lottery. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. They might as well stay home and read a book. Story. Mm. All right. What? Well, <laughs> I haven't seen you guys in so long since the CBC, or the Sausage Fest, as I call it. Yeah, well, they're all sausage festivals. That's why. Uh, not I, uh, as much as this one. This one, this one took took the cake. I often cry myself to sleep at how I've chosen the wrong industry to do uh, my radio career. Yeah, it's really hard to walk through a crowd as a female at those events. It was kind of like. Did you get groped? It was like being clawed after. Oh boy! Nice. You like the attention. Yeah. Or, yeah, if you like that, you should just come in the studio. Bevo, can you go to Oregon uh, with us? Even, this, no, you guys are tame compared to these. <laughs> it was like, it was crazy. But we had a blast. Sully and I have stories, off-the-air stories. Oh, but, that's uh, too bad. That's boring, off-the-air. <laughs> Bevo, why can you not go to Oregon I don't with even us? know when it is. It's uh, last oh, it's, full Bevo, weekend in July. It's going to be fun. Last full weekend in July. 24th. You'll get all 25th. sorts of attention. I can go Friday to Sunday. <laughs> We could Ooh, do that. Come. That's perfect. It'll be great. I have no available like vacation time. I spent it all in Hawaii. You're looking kind of sick, though. Sick time, yeah. No, yeah. I don't have any sick time either. I use Float that. Days. <laughs> I have nothing. A non-paid sick day, Bevo. It's you know what? You need a career change. Yeah. I do. Teacher. Teacher. What do they pay I you? I The whole summer's off. What do, they, what do you make a year? Not enough. Mm, see? Um, career change. I need to get a new, few new sponsors so we can pay well, I'm Bevo. I'm not saying I make a whole bunch as a teacher, but I have good holiday pay. That's good. You have to. And a lot of them. You have to be in with Sully. <laughs> yeah. 
you know. What do you mean? I mean, you guys travel like uh, your we Bill do. Gates. We do. We're going to Saver soon. We're going to Washington. Oh dear! All I over can't the place. wait. You see, old it's Bill. It's birthday, May fifteenth. Well, you sound happy. You're definitely chatty, but I don't know if you've beaten our uh, brew tattoo for Drunk of the Week. I didn't hear brew tattoo. Did he have absence? No, that's that's the guy with all the big bottles of beer. Have you seen the Purple Dragon yet? No, Stephanie, what have you had to drink? Wine and absence. I mean, how much of each? What? How much did you have? How much did you eat? We had like two bottles of wine. Oh, wow. I split two bottles. Well, cool. We did. Is that tasty? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hi. Hey, Hi. <laughs> hey, did you get Hi. A, hey, did you get a tan in Hawaii? I didn't, Hi, I didn't I'm tasty. Oh, I did. I got a great tan. I bet you did. Oh, yeah, that's right. We like it. Well, who do you guys want to give it to? You want to give it to Stephanie, or do you, you want to give it to, to or to Brew Tattoo? Who wants to give it to Stephanie? <laughs> Stephanie. Raise your hand if you want to give it to Stephanie. Yeah, I think so. Wow, that's three in the room, four in the room. We're with you. Oh, I guess it's. Uh, I haven't voted. I guess it's unanimous. That's fun. So, so, all right, Stephanie, you you're drunk. Congratulations. You're drunk of the week. Congratulations, everybody. Yeah, hey, wonderful. This is my first one. My first Brewing Network. Honor. Well, you deserve it. You've earned it, and you, you've worked hard over the years. She said honor. Would you like to give an acceptance <laughs> speech? Um, I just want to thank Sully well. for, for the absinthe. For the absinthe and cooking the glorious meal. <coughs> and, and, and now what's going to go down? And touching your glorious what? <laughs> nothing. No. Giant nothing. Gotcha. <laughs> well, well I hopefully will I see you guys soon. Are you going to be out and about? Uh, I don't know. You gotta ask Chad. You know what? I don't even. Chad's now my. Is be- Chad, your. Uh, He's booked assistant. next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm booked next weekend too. I mean, between Chad uh, maintaining my schedule and Shoe Light ruining my life, uh, <laughs> it's. Why? Well, I didn't. I haven't heard that story. Oh, you gotta uh, come over. Oh God! Listen to the first part of the show. It's gotten crazy around here. That's all I have. Wow. To say. Yeah. Well, we'll have to come around more often. We have dollar been, bills. Uh, I agree with you. You both. Sully need to and I come haven't around. been around very much. No, you Why is that? Because kind of, it's because I'm planning a trip for 50, 50 adults, and Sully is <laughs> flying back and forth between here and Minnesota. Yeah. Okay, he's, Sully uh, he's has been his beer out there. It's Sully's huge been now, captain so. Captain Midwest. So. He is. He's got some funny stories too from it. I'm sure. All right, we're gonna get yeah. out of here. You are drunk of the okay, week, my go. dear. Hey, thanks, Stephanie. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, there you go. Sorry, Brew Tattoo, but uh, the gallery voted, and uh, they gave it to Steph. Yep. Sorry for sucking balls. (laughs) You should be. Oh. Harry Balls. All right. Don't forget, there's no show next week. We're going to be at the Beer Festival. Somebody send me an email that week. um, No show. Tasty, you sure you're not going next week? I might be on the bus. Who knows? All right. We'll see. Maybe we, a little we surprise. Got, we got a little taste. room. We can make it. I got to get tickets on. Uh, okay. Get Bevo? right now. Bevo, you want to go I'm to a beer going. festival next week? I'm not going. Come Hi. on, Tasty. It's uh, Saturday. It's just beer. Maybe. It's four hours. All right. Beer. We'll see. Maybe Bevo uh, will be there. Maybe Tasty will be there. You take the bus up with me and you come back the same day. There you go. Don't I have to drive. Do you don't have to drive. 
I'll be fine. Just get hammered. There'll be beer on the bus. Get your little B and Army shirt. You know the key is there's a bathroom on the Extra bus. Extra little. Oh. No. <laughs> Excess. More like a barfatorium. <laughs> Not right. on the way home. So no show next week, uh, but you can go to our store and uh, you'll find books and podcasts and T-shirts and AHA memberships and all sorts of stuff there that you can support porn. the BN and also get something out of it. We probably should go into the porn business. I, we probably should. You know, it'll get people into the, into the, the store. Doing a lot better. <laughs> uh, yeah, go to the store. Do that. You can buy Brew Your Own Magazine through our homepage. Just click on the banner when it pops up there and uh, buy yourself Brew Your Own Magazine. It's a great magazine. It yeah, helps it us and it helps you. Uh, uh, you could also click on those ads that rhyme with frugal, and that's free. Uh, it won't uh, cost you a thing, and the more you Just do it, uh, the more it helps us. Just hit the button. I click every day. Even Doc clicks it. I click it. Uh, and then, of course, and maybe this is most important, you need to visit and patronize our sponsors, good people who bring this show to you every single week, and they've been doing it for some time now, and we thank them, and you should thank them, too. Tell so, them we sent you. Tell them we sent Exactly. If you buy something from them, tell them where you found them, and uh, just say thanks for doing what they do, because they bring the show to you. So... Yeah, all of that. Am I missing anything, Shat? Are we good? We're we're, good. All right, we're done. Tasty, thanks for hanging out with us today. Glad to be here. I do appreciate it, and thank See you, you guys for your a couple of weeks. judging update. That was... Uh, it was enlightening. That was good. All right, Beaver. It's good to have down. you back in the studio, too. Thank you. Sorry you had to boot people again. <laughs> That's okay. All right, I'm good. not upset about it. All right, Doc, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, huh? Oh, yeah. All right. Cheers, everybody. Have a good night. Love of that home crew Can't get enough of it Home crew blows my mind